I'm going to ask you guys to please go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list. Um, you know, Lola puts together deals and things like that, sends it out through the email list. We'll keep you guys posted on everything that's going on with us. If you are looking to score some patches, some Hank Strange swag to show off, we do have patches and you can get them there. If you're looking for t-shirts and things like that, you can get it through Ballistic Inc. and we have links to all of that. I wanna thank Franklin Armory for sponsoring the show tonight. Shout out to those guys. And let's see, we'll throw Kevin Dixie up here on the screen. I think we're ready. I'm gonna press the button, get this going. Welcome Boom. back to the Hank Strange situation. All right, make sure you guys Next subscribe, smash the, the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified. Kevin, you know how this goes. Let's get the jazz hands on. Come on. Get the. Oh, oh, oh I'm taking blows. Taking blows from Kevin Dixie already. <laughs> All right, listen, we are live. I hope you have your big girl panties on. It's Friday. It's just me and Kevin Dixie. He's here joining us. Look, check him out. There he goes. Hello. Still wearing red, even though he's in Atlanta. I don't know what Atlanta colors are. But it don't matter. I'm repping wherever I go. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Kevin Dixie and myself tonight, um, and you guys, of course, so we could take questions. We could do all of that kind of stuff. This is episode 614 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Like I said, Kevin Dixie of NOC, No Other Choice Firearms Training. Boom. There you go. Um don't forget to smash those thumbs ups and share this for all the folks out there, okay? We appreciate it. We'll try to keep this lively and fun for everyone out there. Uh, Diximus Maximus. Yeah, man. What's up with you, man? What's going on? You know, I, I can't I can't complain, man. Um, recently, my, my body just said stop. The last six months have been really, really hectic, you know, with the, the move and all the other things that the world's been going through and... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've still been training throughout the process, and mm -hmm. uh, this week my body said, "Oh, you ain't you ain't gonna sit down." <laughs> oh, okay, and it hit the off switch on Tuesday. So, oh, really? I'm now um, getting back to being able to even stand the bright light. Like I was just like in the house, like my head was throbbing. I was just I was out of juice, and that's what you get, man. You got to take care of yourself. So, uh, right now, a few days later, feeling a lot better, got my energy back, and mm -hmm. just looking forward to uh Addressing all the all the, the stuff going on, stuffs going on in the world, man. Yeah. Well, let's let's address your things first. Like I said, man, we could talk about whatever you want to. And I was I was thinking about this, and I told Lola, you know, I think she had you planned to come on, and I was like, you know what? I think really when Kevin comes on, it should just be me and him, because I know when there's other people, we all you know we all get into all kinds of different conversations, and I feel like sometimes. You know, especially when it comes to, you know, when it comes to you, you have stuff to say. Maybe we don't get to everything or we don't cover things. And from my point of view, it's not that I'm not trying to do it. You know, we just we just get into stuff. So um, I'm, I'm totally open to whatever you want to talk about, what you want to talk about to the people, what the people want to know from you. Um, I think we should start with the move. Right. So uh, if people don't know this, you you. Um, you are you in like witness protection? What, what what exactly happened that you left St. Louis? I ain't run up nobody. You just gonna have to catch this smoke. <laughs> no, I um, I yeah, I have recently relocated to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, or mm -hmm. suburb thereof. Mm -hmm. Um, so Atlanta's the, the city that's you know ten minutes from me. 
And that's, uh, I would love to tell everybody that it's like some tactical reason or I came to dominate the market or, <laughs> you know, anything that sounds really cool and like pinky in the brainish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like um, there, was a, but, there was a strategy, <laughs> a yeah, power yeah. move. <laughs> Man. Um, no, this was, I literally did this to support my wife in her career move. Um, okay. She had an opportunity for career growth and awesome. um, it was here. And mm-hmm. so... I'm, I'm privileged and blessed uh, mm-hmm. due to support of a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, chatting with us now to be able to do where I can do what I do anywhere from the country. So I decided to um, to pick up the family. Uh, we all got a thousand percent behind her and mm-hmm. we made a move for awesome. our career. So, uh, yeah, that's why we came down here. Now yeah. that I'm here, I'm going to take it over. But, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't part of the plan. You know, no, I think it, I think it'll work out good in a lot of different ways. And by the way, you know, I'm pretty proud to, of you and your wife and your whole family. I mean, you guys are professionals. You know, you're you're very serious about each other and uh, the kids. You know, um, I, I realize like what that takes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's cool, man. And and I really do admire the fact that you you made this move, uh, especially on her behalf, knowing that you probably both have family back in uh, St. Louis or Missouri that, you know, you had to separate from, you know, I mean, obviously we're living in a modern world. You can still do things, but I know that's tough for people, right? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a loner by nature, man, only mm-hmm. because of my background, you know, being mm-hmm. tossed around from foster carers and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of jazz and moving every six months. I, I'm really not attached. I got really, you know, one family member um, that I have a, a, a diehard loyalty to, mm-hmm. you know, a blood family member anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's my mom. Mm-hmm. And my mom ain't lived in my city for 20 years. So okay. it, was, it wasn't really hard for me. To me, it was, um, and, you know, I think this is something to do with all the traveling too, man. It was just like, all right, another city, let's go. Mm-hmm. It, you know, me, it wasn't a real big deal. But for my wife, though, it was a tremendously difficult. Um, everybody in her family is there. You know, um, and that is my family, too. It's just I don't, you know, have the same kind of neat, deep attachment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but see her have to go through kind of the withdrawals. Um, it's just a matter as a as a husband, you know, it's just a matter of making sure you help manage those things as best as possible. So mm-hmm. I quickly got here. I came down a week before them mm-hmm. because I understood that her family was going to want to come immediately. So I got down here um, before them about a week I did all the manual labor. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll be very honest. Uh, Eric, uh, Eric Veteran, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and a couple of buddies, uh, they came right over to help me oh, cool. move in. Good. Uh, yeah. That yeah. was really that was really good of him, man. I really mm-hmm. appreciated his help. He's been yeah. nothing but some, uh, since They're not bad dudes. Stuff. They're not bad dudes, man. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, we hell, even when we were at Waffle House, we started, you know, discussing the issues, just having some <laughs> damn food. But What? You, I mean, you and... Man. Are you trying to say that uh, Eric had some issues to discuss? Of course. You guys always. Huh? About anything now, huh? does he? Huh? That's like me. I never get loud. I mean, no, absolutely not. Right, right. right. <laughs> you know, but yeah, he came down and helped. Um, yeah. Ken Scott's been a been a, a big blessing to me. Ken's, you know, that's Provectus? a brother of mine. He's been a is big blessing the, to me. Is he? Ken's uh, from Provectus, right? Um, yeah, Ken Scott from Provectus Group. Yeah, yeah. he... Um, well, and I'll be I'll tell you, too, man, this is one thing I love as much mm-hmm. as I harp and get on mm-hmm. the gun community. And, and me and Ken, we we transcend way beyond guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was um, coming down here, one of the biggest problems I've had, um, if you've never moved cross country, mm-hmm. that has its own challenges. But try moving cross country with guns. Uh, 
yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't you don't have a secure place to store them because financially, it's it's almost it's costing you money to move any kind of you know quality. You could have always left them in my house. Yeah, and see, Man. you I don't trust. So, <laughs> that was, um, Dude, in these bad. days, in these days, I will put those things on gun brokers so fast. Yeah, I know you would. Too. And I will advertise this belongs to Kevin Dixie. Extra. Extra cost on it. Uh-huh. Uh, but Ken, Ken um, actually, man, was gracious enough uh, to let me, like, I paused his studio building and everything in his house, but he mm-hmm. put his own business projects on hold uh, just to store my items. Cool. Like, so when I say that it's been nothing but 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 love and support, Rob Pinkus has been nothing but super supportive, not right shooters. I mean, um, South River Gun Club, uh, Kodachrome, the uh, Black Packers. I can't. I would love to be able to tell people and, and and complain about something, but just as much support as I gave my wife through this transition, the gun community gave me ten tenfold. Awesome. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Congratulations to everyone that uh, stepped up and helped you out. That's cool. I'm glad you didn't call me to help you move because I hate moving now. Oh, dude! I found out how cheap movers are. That's game. Yeah, over. just pay the movers. <laughs> Dude, did you know how cheap movers? Like, okay, so I use the pack rat pod things. Yes, right? I saw. Yeah, because I saw someone delivering those pods to you. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw you put, threw up a video of that. Yeah. Uh-huh. First of all, the mechanisms, especially the one that pods use, is mesmerizing. That thing is weird. It's like was off- it? Yeah, was it like remote control or something? Yeah, it's got a gearbox on it that he steers it from, mm-hmm. but it walks off the truck and he walks this box that moves in all kind of weird ways. To go do stuff, and then he picks the things up and he just walks it back to the truck, mm-hmm. and it just it's on a flatbed truck and drives off. It was mm-hmm. really really interesting. Cool. Uh, but yeah, we um I did that, dude. Um, mm-hmm. actually, one of the the biggest containers it was um was delivered first, and I got to give um you know uh, Eric his props. Eric and uh, his associate brought the, his props. Man, we um unloaded um uh, what, what was that? I think that was probably a sixteen foot. 16 by 9 or 10 mm-hmm. um, trailer in probably an hour and a half. And mind you, we got three stories. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, it was a lot of hard work. But no, it was um, it was great. Do pods, do that. And look, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Telling hire some movers. I didn't know movers had got that reasonably priced. I was yeah. able to hire a dude for as low as 40 bucks an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Three, three and two. Yeah, yeah. dude. Hey, For the muscle. <laughs> nope. I was yeah. like, cool. It's going to be great, great cardio, right? I was like, mm-hmm. cool. I can do the cardio. So up and down 30, 40 times was not a big deal. But you get to three days of that crap. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, start reminding you you're not 25 anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's a big that's a big deal. Uh, let me. There's some. So there's some uh, comments coming in here. Let me hit you up with those. Let's see here. Who do who do I start with? Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Night train said from St. Louis to Atlanta, out of the pot into the fire. Uh, Johnny Kamikaze says Katie making dreams a reality. Um, Flying Rich says no creamy white filling tonight. <laughs> you getting all chocolate? This is <laughs> this is uh, what is it? Chocolate explosion? No, what do they call it when it's like the thing is all chocolate? I don't know, something like that. Yeah, over overdose, overload. Um, oh yeah, I carry my revolver in single action. Says watch your butt in ATL. <laughs> Joking. Uh, no. I, that I don't know if that's literally. Huh? Yeah. 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 Um, 
<laughs> yeah, DC2 uh, DC Megaboo says KD in the house. Uh, Brick says, I follow Provectus Group. He seems like a cool guy. He is. I've, I've known him for a while. I might have known him longer than you. I don't know if he introduced us. I believe if, if I go back in my brain, you like reached out to me over shot shows. Or I ran, me and you ran into each other on the floor of um, one of the NRA shows. Some Yeah, someplace, and, but yeah. And I did a spot interview. I asked you to stop what you were doing to do an interview. Yeah, I yeah, just chased yeah. you around for minutes, but... Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I knew... I don't think... I knew of. I don't think I actually had met Ken at that point. Oh, really? But, okay, yeah. See, I'm not good with any kind of stuff like that. So if people are with me, I definitely introduce them. But I'm not super good with networking outside of that I, I can function really well when uh i'm in that mode and there's like a whole bunch of people i'm like oh here's so-and-so you should meet this person but uh, outside of that i am very um how do i put this introverted introverted so you know that's how yeah that's I, how it goes huh go for that oh i did it i did a thingy too i did a hank what did you do well, not on Hank's level, so let's not get it twisted. Oh, okay. I don't. Is it? Did you get a car? I'm trying yeah, to figure I out which. And I treat myself to a new car. Okay, nice, nice. What you get? Um, I bought a Lincoln MKS. Okay, nice. No, I, I like that. So, thing. isn't that isn't that um? What's the name of the? What's the name of the guy? Matt? Doesn't Matthew McConaughey do the commercials for that? Hey, look, Hank. Are you saying? <laughs> wait a second. As soon as I bought the car, I had to watch Lincoln Lawyer. <laughs> hold on a second wait 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 hold on a second here kevin dixie are you trying to tell me are you trying to explain to me that matthew mcconaughey's mojo those weird commercials worked on you hey man i'm not i'm not i'm not saying um anything but i mean if you're gonna <laughs> gonna follow a white guy why not him right have you you've seen those commercials right <laughs> You know, they are very, they're very, very, you know. It's weird. Simple. But it's weird. It's, it's actually kind of strange that mm. that commercial had nothing to do with me buying. So I'm going to tell you I was going to buy it. And this is mm. how I ran into the, mm -hmm. I never paid attention to a Lincoln MKS, right? Mm -hmm. I never paid attention to the car at all. I was looking for a Chrysler 300. Okay. Um, uh, one of the later models, later models. And, you know, one with some bells and whistles on it. Mm -hmm. And as I was looking into the pricing, I'm like, you know, see, I'm a very honest person. Mm -hmm. So I looked at the 300, which also got me looking at some of the Chargers and also got me looking at some of the Challengers. Mm -hmm. and Hellcat. Hellcat. And I'm like, not only are the cars too expensive, in my opinion, I'm going to be another dude moving to Atlanta. With a 300, Chrysler 300. Uh, I'm like. <laughs> or nah. Challenger. It's true, true, true. It'd be so, just so many of them damn cars. Around. Now, some of them are really nice. see a bunch of them. Um, um, what the demons you see? I've seen several the demons. demons been, yeah, uh, um, you've seen several of those. And um, I had a I had a challenger at one point. I had a scat pack challenger, which was cool. You know, I mean yeah, that that's those look like true. If you want to talk about the muscle cars, like out of uh, Mustang, uh, Camaro, and uh, and the Challenger, the Challenger actually looks like an old school muscle car, modernized. I think the Mustang looks the best, and just in terms of the the whole design of the Mustang is awesome. Camaro, I don't know, not a you know, uh, I kind of like, huh? What is a Camaro? A Camaro, you know what that is from Chevy? A Camaro? They make Camaro, Camaro. Oh, Camaro, Camaro. Cam what do you say, Camaro, Camaro? Whatever. 
Anyway, Challenger looks awesome, but all of those now, there's like, one of the things for me when it comes to cars, I don't like to have a car that everyone else has. So, for example, I live in Florida. Everyone, their mama and their grandmama has a Mustang. So even though I like Mustangs, I'm I would probably wouldn't get one right now, right? Unless so it would have to be like just maybe a super classic Mustang that somehow I we did you did something to it to make it look different because I think it goes back to what you were just saying. You don't want to roll necessarily like everyone else, especially us. We're like stylish guys, you know. Yeah, man, I, yeah. I needed something to look different. But then when I was on the website, you know, it pops up like. Mm-hmm. I was on, I think, Car Gurus is the website I was on at the mm-hmm. time. And it popped up, you know, other suggestions in your area type crap, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, whatever. And I looked over there and it was like, Lincoln MKS. Which, so which, uh, which Lincoln MKS did you get? What color? So we could talk you. It's all black. It's black, black on black with mahogany wood trimming. Okay. Lincoln, uh, what is it? Um, MKS. 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 Uh, black, right? Yep. Black with black interior, um, mahogany wood trimming. It is, I got the 3.5 liter uh, uh, twin turbo EcoBoost. Okay, so the, and that's a car, that's not the SUV one. No, it's a car. I think that's the MKX. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. No, it's the car. 3.5 liter twin turbo EcoBoost. It is, um, all, and it's all wheel drive. It is. Um, that's nice. Okay, I'm going to respect that right there. All wheel drive. Let's see, I'll, I'm just trying to throw something up here. On the screen, why is uh why why is this Amazon thing coming up right now? Why is Amazon trying to advertise to me? Yeah. So let's see here. Where was it? Boom. Okay, I'll throw this up here for you guys to see. So MKS. I think these are cool. Did you did you modify it or anything like that? Um, no. Did, uh, I bought a pre-owned, and the guy that had it before me um, put some um some all black rims with some chrome trimming on it okay cool. really, um so really if i can get the factory rims if i ever catch a dude just like he wants to upgrade i'll be like well i want to downgrade and we can just do an even swap i'm just not i i guarantee you you could you could get those factory rims man probably on craigslist or something like that if you want to i don't change rims nowadays either i used yeah. to back in the day yeah, but the, I was, the interesting thing about this about this car, I'm telling you what, it is a fast little little, little thing. So the Raptors have the 3.5 liter engines in them. Mm-hmm. That car has the same engine. Oh, cool. So yeah, that thing is um, so, it moves, man, and it's comfortable too. My son thinks he's rich because you know it has a button, <laughs> has a sunshade in the back. So you get a button and it lets up the shade in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really nice. And, you know, I've driven my truck is 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my car that I had before I got that one was also 15 years old, and I was fine with that. Mm-hmm. My my wife has the newer vehicle, right? So mm-hmm. her truck had all the bells and whistles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, hell, I was like, okay, I'm finally catching up with modern times. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to put the key in the ignition now. Yeah. Awesome is uh, <laughs> kind of freaked me out, though, man. I thought it was malfunction. Uh, I was driving down a dark road in South Carolina, and the high beams came on by themselves, so I cut mm-hmm. them off. I was like, mm-hmm. stop doing it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing it, you know? Because it's got like, the lights, it's got a light sensor. Yeah, I didn't you know. Like I said, I'm driving 15 year old vehicles. I don't know these things exist. And yeah. I'm driving down the street. Next thing I know, I see a car coming. I'm like, yep, I'm about to get cursed out because these damn high beams are on. And then all of a sudden, shuts off. Going, oh. 
Yep. And the wipers came on by themselves. So, you know, I'm, I'm really... I'm <laughs> you really, think you it's know, a ghost? <laughs> it's haunted? Yeah, dad, how old school are you, man? You sound like my dad or something. Even when I rent cars, they don't ever come with all that crap in it, right? So to me, I'm like, all right. But I'm t- I'm an old, heavy truck dude. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't ever need all the, yeah. the bells and whistles. Hell, I had a Magnum. That was what I sold to buy this. I had a Magnum, but it was just base model, man. I'm not... Mm-hmm. I'm not the car guy used to be. I used to have mm-hmm. fancy candy paint, big rim sound systems and all that. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not. But the fact that the the headlights move. Oh, so when it. you're turning, it turns, it goes on the curve. The headlights turn, turn uh, with the yeah. car. Mm-hmm. It parks itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. All right. So I've officially. It's uh, a Lincoln, my- bro. This is what we expect from a modern Lincoln these days, which is cool. I, yeah. I know. Brick says MKS with all-wheel drives is super fast. Uh, does, did they put turbos on that engine? Uh, yeah, it's got it's got uh, twin turbo. Very nice. It's twin turbo EcoBeast. It is. Yeah. Look, man. Like I let I let the wife drive it uh, when I brought it home because I went up to I was in St. Louis when I got it, but I went up to Chicago to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the best deal I could find. Mm-hmm. Quick thirty-second story. Not even thirty seconds. Fifteen seconds. Mm-hmm. See, this is what car dealers get. I went on a car dealership lot, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, and I was looking at one, mm-hmm. and they wanted, um, I forget the exact price, but whatever the price was, I was like, all right, from research, it's a little bit too high. Mm-hmm. So let, let's see what y'all willing to meet after I drove it. Point out some things about it I ain't like. I'm like, all right, let's go talk. These fools get me in the office and say, um, first treated me like, you know, and I'm not trying to say it was a racial thing. Mm-hmm. They just didn't treat me like a valued customer, right? Mm-hmm. And I This was at Lincoln, okay. The customer service was mm-hmm. on point, right? Mm-hmm. Like the dude's talking to me about the car. His boss calls him away from me, like, "Oh, I'm nothing." Mm-hmm. All right. So then I, I leave the parking lot, and I go. Um, I'm like, "All right." They don't want to talk to me because dude was like, "Yeah, this is our best price. You know, we're not budging from it." Well, what's over? <laughs> and we don't know. And this mm-hmm. is what he hit me with. And we don't know. Um, you know, if you're if the issue is. If the issue is you can't get financed at this price and you're trying to bring it down or what the deal is. And I looked at him. I said, that's interesting you would say that. Mm-hmm. I'm not financing nothing. I'm going to buy a cash, but I'm going to go buy a cash from Illinois. Mm-hmm. And so I did. I drove up to Illinois the next day, negotiated those guys on the phone, got up there, dropped cash for the car and drove it back. Mm-hmm. But uh, the wife got in the car and took it a block mm-hmm. and walked around again. Why? Fast. Too fast? It's too fast. Now, we're talking about somebody, when I get in her truck, her average speed, mm-hmm. her average speed, imagine she also drove her truck from Missouri to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Her average speed said 27.2 miles per hour. <laughs> no way. No Dude, way. I will take a picture and send it to you. It says 27.2 <laughs> miles an hour for average speed. She's driving Miss Daisy already? <laughs> What's the... Yeah. Okay. Dude. She likes to go slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I and look, I, I'm not gonna say what I have or have not done in the car because I don't know if my insurance company is watching. But but um, twin turbo, twin turbos, man. All listen, all wheel drive. I keep trying to tell people, Kevin Dixie, tell the mm. people, all wheel drive. The all the power goes to the wheels. If you don't understand the concept, <laughs> oh my! Look, if y'all not up on all wheel drive, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, my SUV mm-hmm. is all wheel drive all the time. Mm-hmm. And so was my car. Like mm-hmm. that to me, it's no better. That's now, what it's all like about. Maintain if something goes wrong, but it's mm-hmm. worth it. 
Yeah. That's how Audi, that's how Audi really got me, man. That's like you go on the gas, it gets up, it moves. So, um, let me, so, so I'm guessing like nowadays as a guy, you're prioritizing your money. You're sp- are you spending more money after like, you know, family bills and things like that? How does your money spending go? Guns above all things <laughs> and then stuff like cars and all that. What's the, um, with me, man, it fluctuates. So I am, I get yelled at all the time about being, uh, I am a true family first guy. Mm-hmm. I won't eat this. I know they, they can eat first, right? It's mm-hmm. just kind of my mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been getting yelled at about making constant sacrifices for everybody else and not taking um, myself into consideration. Mm-hmm. So all that is now starting to change a little bit, even where the car came from. It's like, yeah, I've been working, I don't know, long time, hard, mm-hmm. long year. And I didn't, I, I never bought myself. How old are you? I'm 41. 41. Okay. I know I've been working since I was 14, mm-hmm. but I've never bought, I've never like, even since I've been married, like it's all, it's always been about her. Like my truck, when I bought my truck was eight years old. Like mm-hmm. I've never been, it's all about making sure everybody else is okay. So, um, the reason why I say that fluctuates is because I'm like, well, I'm going to Atlanta. Traffic's going to suck. I want to be comfortable. And mm-hmm. I was just saying it out loud. And I was like, Hey, honey, I think I want to buy a car. And she was like, you should buy yourself a car. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even understand why we're having this conversation. But to mm-hmm. me, it was like pulling teeth because as a dad, I'm just like, all right, but hold on. Do the kids have everything they need? Is mm-hmm. the house a savings account? Have you been doing everything that you want to do? Because she's like a life coach and we had to pay for all these different certifications mm-hmm. for her. So I'm like, do you have everything you need? And then finally she just yelled at me like, just mm-hmm. please get out of my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad she she uh, pushed you in that direction, man. Because you probably and it's you know you're gonna be really busy too. So you know, yeah. kind of you're in the middle of a lot of different things. You're gonna probably be on the road uh, more, all that kind of stuff. I think and, you know it benefits you to get something cool. Yeah, yeah. and and I also have to um, uh, where I'm gonna spend a lot of my resources, money included, and things like that uh, because of where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Just a simple layout and uh, uh, just the, the demographic around me. Uh, we're going to have a lot more range footage. I'm able to do a lot of collaborations easy now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 30 minutes from Ken Scott. I'm 30 mm-hmm. minutes from my Eric Veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I got the guy, Doc Hollywood Actual. You know who he is? Uh, Doc Hollywood, no. Dude, I'm going to have to hip you to him. Uh, this, this dude's, okay. this whole thing is just. There's a lot of people in the Georgia area. Uh, there's a lot of folks. I just had someone come down to visit me that's in Georgia, uh, Patrick Collins. I don't know if you know who that is. I always run into him at SHOT Show and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, um, I see that uh, Richard Hughes is asking if you're planning on going to uh, the IV8888 range day this year. If invited, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if he was helping you move, I'm pretty sure you're invited. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't see. That's supposed to be in October. Yeah. I don't. Let's yeah. see what the rules are in October, though. I mean, you never know. I just got I just got an email before we got on here that mm-hmm. one of my October events, one of my speaking engagements, was canceled. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a this is a weird thing. We should probably talk about this a little bit here. Um, I, I'm guessing that you know uh, Brandy and Eric are in charge of that range event, and I do think that obviously they care about people's health and well being and everything. But you know they're pretty pretty much the ones in charge of that, and most of that's outdoor. So I'm assuming that it's going to, you know, go off as planned. But when you look at a lot of other things, I'm not so sure. Like if, if I asked you 
What do you think of the odds that we actually have Shot Show next January? What would you say? And I'm 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 at best fifty fifty right now. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. To the point, I'm not confident enough. Where I normally book all my stuff um, around this time of the year just to get the better rates. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident enough to even book it. I might book my mm-hmm. flight because I can. They're cheap as crap right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but you you want to make sure that you can cancel from that. You know, um, hotel rooms and things like that. I think are easier. But. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you, man. I think I'm probably uh, 50-50 on it. And, and depending on news and things like that that comes out, um, like I, someone told me, I'm looking it up right now as we're, as we're speaking, but someone told me that CES for uh, 2020 was canceled. I don't want to just say that like it's, uh, like it's truth without looking it up here. Uh, oh, yeah, it looks like it, it looks like it was canceled. Uh, TechCrunch says three days ago. I'll, here, I'll throw this up on the screen. So TechCrunch says CES cancels Las Vegas event and goes online only. Okay, so if if you guys don't understand that, CES is the biggest show, period. It's number one, the biggest show that goes down in, um, in, in Vegas. And I think it's literally the week before SHOT Show usually. Um... Let me check. Let me double check on that. So if that's getting canceled, <laughs> then uh, I'm wondering what else, you know, what else is going to get canceled. So, yeah, people got to remember, too, it's not up to NSSF. It's up to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, puts parameters on. There's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I think we might have events that. um that's not so much up to, first of all, you got NSSF, you do have Las Vegas, you know, you have Nevada as well, making rules here. Um, SHOT Show is not the biggest one. I, I, I'm not, let me see, where would SHOT Show be? It's probably in the top five, I think, in, in terms of size of shows that go down in Vegas. Um, and, but there's a lot of people coming from overseas for that show. A lot of people people coming from all over the country for that. It's usually very crowded. So even if it goes on, how are they going to limit the crowds? And we're talking about a cl- supposedly a closed show, even though I don't know that's really, you know, industry well, only. If you even if you get record low numbers, right? So mm-hmm. let's just say you only get fifty thousand people, mm-hmm. right, to show up. Mm-hmm. That's fifty thousand people. Well, no matter how you feel about the virus, whether you think it's overblown or you think it's underplayed, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. It's 50,000 people mm-hmm. who are there to touch and feel on things, who are there to have meetings. Shaking hands. Yeah. Hands. And like, so we already had the shot show crud before coronavirus was a. And that, know, near, that near killed some people in yeah, past years. Yeah. I got I got the shot show crud my first year I went. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I was down for nine days. That was no punk. Mm-hmm. Um, so. If that kind of you just normal bacteria, whatever is going around now, when you add in that risk and then you add in the coronavirus, it's kind of like 50,000 people crammed into a convention center <laughs> that are going around to touch and feel on things. And if you say, I'm going to go, I'm not going to touch anything. Why'd you go? <laughs> like this, that's not that's pointless. Right. So I think it's um, I don't know, man, I think it's going to be interesting because all the medical reports, well, the medical experts are saying that we're going to have a a next boom of it right around the time. I mean, it's going to be flu season. Flu season, right. So they're saying it's going to come back up. But these are also 
the same medical experts have said when it gets midsummer, the virus is going to kill off because of yeah. the heat. Yeah, I don't know if I trust the medical experts. Uh, Scorched Earth Firearms, Rod Mills, says uh, he canceled his SHOT Show Hotel last week. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I agree with Kevin. I think this is 50-50 right now. That CES news is kind of tilting me more in the direction of not happening. So if other big conventions, I don't see just, I mean, you know, I'm not happy with the politics, but I don't see that they cancel shows like that and then they let the gun guys have their way. I just don't, doesn't seem like it makes sense to me. So, um, yeah, it will be, it will be. So let's see, uh, what else, what what else is going on here, man? Um, what's the thing? Talk about some light stuff. Then I know we got some heavy stuff to get into. Yeah. Um, real quick. So yeah, I am, and I'm probably going to talk to you off camera about this a little bit more, uh, but I have been, I did this, this this series, and I, I know a lot of people will watch it called Stogies and Straps. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and you it was uh you go live on uh, on IG for that, right? IG. Yeah. It was it, I did it for probably a month, month and a half, and mm-hmm. it was wildly popular. Like mm-hmm. more popular than I expected, right? Mm-hmm. So um that confirmed to me it was kind of a beta test. Um and I think that um the ability to to host and have dialogue and conversation with people it's something I've never I've never been bad at, but mm-hmm. understanding how to do it in this format is a little bit different than talking to somebody over a beer, right? Mm-hmm. But I wanted to combine it. Like, well, what if we can just talk over a stogie and be gentlemen and just have a dis- discussion, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I've had four four different offers mm-hmm. for a podcast since Stogies and Shrubs. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm considering it, uh, but I got to figure out how to. I'm not trying to be a jerk, but. I got a family to feed. I got to figure out how to monetize it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, it doesn't have to be millions. Don't get me wrong. Right. You're talking about, you know. 45. Trust me. Trust me. It's not millions. If you want to spend money, it's a good way to spend money. I think it, it, it's, I'm not trying to discourage you. I think it's definitely worth it. I see lots of people going in that direction nowadays. Um, and I think especially with everything going on now, it in a lot of ways it works. Right. But depending on how you do it, it's going to be something that it's going to cost. And then you have to figure out all, all the different things to make the numbers match up and make it worth it. Something that you're going to run long distance with, I think. Yeah. And then all those things. That's why I'm always cautious about doing things. I normally sit on them for a while because when I get into something, I want to be vested. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think for me, even though I understand that it's a, it's a polluted market right now. I think for me, I'm a big fan of whenever you see something and you can complain about it. If you mm-hmm. don't have a suggestion, you should just you know shut up. Yeah. So, I don't think the I don't think the market's too crowded. By the way, and I'm I'm, I'm you know? just no. I I would not say it's too crowded. <laughs> There's lots of people, and ultimately, the way I look at things is, I think that you have to create, and then the people are going to make the choice based on themselves and and how you reflect to them, right? on whether or not they want to consume what you're what you're doing. What I would say is that it's um, depending on what exactly you're planning on doing, it's not really an easy thing to do. So for example, we're doing this typically five days a week and we're doing it for two hours. So right now, today, I think is 614th episode, right? And this, we've probably been doing this about three years. 
And Lola asks me about this all the time. She's like, what, what's the plan here? And I'm like, I don't think we're going to really get started until we hit 1,000. And she's like, really? And that's really the way I look at it. And if you, it's don't take that from me. If you um, listen to Joe Rogan talking about this, which he's one of the biggest guys doing this, right? At least top three. And he says the same thing. Once you start getting to that point, you'll get a lot more people listening. If you look at what this is, it's really like a modern day radio show. Okay, and this video, this live part that we're doing, we probably have, I don't know, um, with YouTube suppressing everything around here, we don't even have 70 people watching us live right now, but we do have, I mean, that's still like a party. Right. Right? We still have 70 people out there right now. So you have that. And, and the people are here interacting with us, which is the way I particularly do it. But then you're stripping out the audio, you're putting it up there, you want to, you'll have to do things to get people to start picking up and listening to that. Mostly it's people listening to it in their cars and stuff. Um, and that's all over the world. What I've noticed now, like I was looking at it the other day, and I think in, in the last month we had 100 people downloading in Germany. You know, and people in England and Italy and stuff like that. And those I've just started to notice those international numbers uh, ticking up. But it's just one. And then pe people, when they listen to this audio, they typically listen to half or all of it versus the people who are going to come in here and actually watch this live. They might come in for 20, 30 minutes and go out, come back, that kind of thing. Some people listen to it later. So it's this whole complicated thing that you, it's it's more like a marathon, I think, you know, versus if you look at the the traditional um, thing in, in our game of uh, social media, either on YouTube or even with uh, Instagram, where it's kind of, kind of like a sprint. You wanna make this really cool video and hope a lot of people see it or you're posting something on Instagram and you're trying to get a whole bunch of people to see it right away and that's what floats it up. This is kind of um, the market, the, pe the person out there listening, they wanna hear real conversations, long format, and they wanna connect to you and it takes time for all of that to, to, to uh, get done. So this, this whole long thing I'm saying is to tell you why I don't think it's overcrowded. I think a lot of people jump into it and start doing it thinking, oh, this is going to immediately pay off. But the other day I was listening to Joe Rogan, and this is a famous dude we're talking about, right? We all know Joe Rogan. We've seen him do a lot of things. I've probably been looking at Joe Rogan do stuff for 30 years, uh, at least 20. And he said when he first started doing this, they were lucky if they got 200 people tuning in live when they were doing it. You know, today it's a completely different thing, man. Those two, he goes live and depending who it is, they could have, they could have something like, I don't know, 10 million people watching them live. That's crazy. You know, but it's a long run. He's, I think right now he's in the 1600 of episodes. Hmm. So that's the thing I'm saying to you. I think if you have that stamina, if you're that serious kind of person, which I know you are and you can do that or anyone trying to do it then it's not overcrowded. Because a lot of people will jump in thinking it's that easy to do, but once they realize what it really takes to run a marathon, they're gonna drop out. So obviously me as a fat guy, a reality marathon, I cannot run, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for doing this the way that it's done, I think, you know, that's the thing. So whether you decide to do just once a week starting out, 
the thing is, is it, as easy as that might seem, doing that once a week is is kind of a tough deal. But even what you're doing now, a lot of times, uh, you know, when I look at what you're doing on Instagram, you know, you might think, oh, okay, today I th- there's nothing that anyone's going to want to hear from me on. Then boom, <laughs> something else happens in the world. People want to hear from you, right? Right. And they want to see what you think. So it's it's a long distance thing. And I think that's lots of what you've been doing since I've known you. I don't know how many years. How long have we known each other now? About four. About four? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people trying to do this in this time when you look at it, they, you know, there's people who have not, not necessarily say fallen by the wayside, but they, they haven't gotten to where they think they want to get. And they get discouraged. I don't think you've gotten to where you want to get, but you're not discouraged. I think that's the important thing. I got you. Yeah, it's it's to me, it's um, it's just about exploring different avenues. I, I know one thing that I desire to hear is always good mm-hmm. conversation and dialogue, even about tough subjects mm-hmm. where people are fighting. Before I can actually hear the mm-hmm. different viewpoints, right? Mm-hmm. Where it can just be a discussion back and forth, and to be able to bring. Uh, people to a comfortable format to where they don't feel attacked, even if you are getting the information that the crowd wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's um it's it's definitely going to be something I'm going to take a serious serious uh glance into and, and uh, probably get into it. Yeah. Uh, on the other note, I've mm-hmm. um I did hat things. Okay. So we've um. I'm By the way, smash those things. thumbs ups out there, people. That does help what we're doing here. If you're well, if you're interested. LP hat here. You can see that the profile of the NOC thingy is like that. So we've gotten these new ones where you can see that the profile is much bigger. Oh, hold on, move it over here. Okay. So the profile is much bigger. Uh, we got a better fit of hat. Uh, the back's still the same. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. But I've started to play with more colors. So okay. If you were bold, you know, like yeah, you know, hey, I don't know, man. You might, you might be this kind of fresh, fresh and clean cat. <laughs> White. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, if that you looks got, good. If you got, That's more my flavor than red, to be honest with like you. That? Yeah, uh, I, you know, you I'm a kind. Of, I'm kind of shy, man. I'm kind of laid back and, uh, you know, undercover kind of dude. I thought about them too. Oh, nice. That's so a nice, nice camo for the camo camo mm-hmm. crowd. You know. Yeah. Um, this one is still one of my favorites. I did for the Irish. Okay, that one's glow in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I like this gray, man. I, don't know, I, really, I really like that one. That one, and we got, um, obviously, the black. Right, right. So where do so, people get these if they're looking for these? Where do they go? You go to noc-where.myshopify.com and okay. click. I haven't uploaded these yet because I just picked them up today. But if you click any hat, it'll, it'll let you leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Just leave a comment and say, hey, I want the green one with the gold trim or whatever the case may be. Okay. I will get these up over the weekend, though. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think my favorite, I'm going to say I like the white one and the camo. The white and the camo? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to become more and more camo living in the country. By the way, before I forget this, man, so since you're closer now, you know, you can definitely make plans to come down here and do stuff. I know you've you've come down to the Hacienda and done stuff with me. Uh, may, I, you know, and I'll make plans to drive up there too, man, and do some stuff with you. All right, um, it's all good, man. Yeah, now that we're, huh? Thought about the ladies too. So. Oh, purple, purple. You know, okay. or guys. Look, I, yeah. 
whatever. Why didn't you do purple and gold, man? Um, because I'm trying to see how some of the flavors are working out. Perfectly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Brick says camo. Brick says camo. And uh, Kermit Loves Bacon says, are the hats available in fitted? That's... Uh, they're all fitted. They're all fit. There you go. Okay. So... And they, the black on black joint, which is the most popular one that I have. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. Is there a gray on gray? Uh, Gorillas and Guns says, I want the black and green, KD. So there you go. All right. Well, you go over there, click it, and order it, and I will get yeah. the Where? Oh, tell me this again. Let me pull up the website here. Let me uh, This Amazon crazy. I don't know how this... I don't know why I went to why I found this uh, that car on Amazon, but so what's the website? It's uh, noc wheremyshopifycom Okay, noc where as in a location? No, where W E A R W E A R of course. What am I? W E A R. Yeah. Uh, dash where what slash Shopify? Nope. Uh, NOC dash where mm -hmm. uh, dot myshopify.com. My uh, uh, let's see if we find it like that. And uh, okay, so there's no um, the HTTP doesn't have the S, I'm assuming because uh, I know that I know that's a thing. Okay, cool. I found it. I found it. Here we go. Be able oh, yeah, to... and that will be um. That's where you can find everything for right now. In about 30 days, everything is going to be migrated over to yeah. my own site that I'm having built now. Better yeah. upgrade, like the training and stuff. Yeah. Lola put a, a thing for it up there in the, um, by the way. So I like the intro here, and then you could scroll through, and then you'll see all of Kevin Dixie's stuff going on in there. You guys are looking for it. So it's NOC-where. Um, where? Yeah, where dot myshopify.com for people listening on uh that are just listening on audio so there you go yep and everything like i said um just go over there for right now for the hats and things but um no other choice um uh no other choice.com will be up here shortly uh dot net i'm sorry it'll be up shortly with everything upgraded i'm migrating over i'm going to start um being stingy um uh, with myself i'm gonna take everything over to my own platform and um you know, mm -hmm. consolidate, serve the people better, more clean. I want it to be where you can easily do everything from one spot, um, mm -hmm. you know, engage, mm -hmm. get merch, um, mm -hmm. training. I want everything in a more, I wanted everything just in a single source, right? You don't have to mm -hmm. keep jumping off of the damn place going yeah. stuff. Yeah, it gets, it gets crazy. Yeah, it does. yeah, and we're late, right? We don't like clicking more than one or two buttons after that. <laughs> we're like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's the way I mean, and also, um, I'm not sure if it applies to what you're saying. But I think ownership, like, for us, we've pushed, uh, we've pushed up doing the dot com more, just because we have ownership over that. Like, I, you know, I don't have any ownership over however many people subscribe to me on YouTube slash Hank Strange. I don't. Same thing with this channel, same thing with whatever social media I have. It seems awesome, but I don't own it. And if they, if they uh, block my access to that, 
I don't have anything I could do. I can't reach out to those people. Um, so, and that's why we're seeing a lot of uh, things going on out there in the world around social media. But this, to me, is a better solution. Like, have one place people could go to. That's a central place that they know. Even if nothing's going on, tell them about it. Because if something goes down, they know where to go look for your for your stuff, and you can easily put up there, like, hey, this is where we're at now, or what we're doing. So, and we're gonna. Know. I'm gonna work on it. Um, longer term mm-hmm. to where I'm putting out videos that I like to I feel that I know, not even that I feel, I know that people need to see. So I, I will be uploading my very video series from the beginning there. Mm-hmm. It's going to walk you through from the thought process of should I own a gun mm-hmm. all the way through your first purchase, mm-hmm. all the way through, you know, all the stuff that we skip, right? We're like, go to the range, shoot a gun. That's not wrong, right? Go to the range, shoot a gun, buy a gun, carry a gun. You're great. There's a lot of different things people need to consider. So I'm going to take you from the beginning, like when you were sitting in your house mm-hmm. and you're like, maybe I need a gun, right? We're going to walk people through that all the way up to when you start shooting. It's like mm-hmm. a gear connection, um, all these things. And I know people are used and spoiled to all this information being free on YouTube and things of that nature. But <clears throat> here's where I'm going to I push back, even against myself, because I was one of the guys that was absorbing all the free content like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, man, with... Um, uh, with you and I wasn't part of the getting paid from YouTube crowd, right? Mm-hmm. But when you consider that YouTube demonetized all gun channels, mm-hmm. you really can't make money any on any other platform, like mm-hmm. from the platform, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, exactly what do we do to support those that go out and spend all this money producing information for us, mm-hmm. right? And that's where I think that, um, and that's why I don't put up a lot of uh, free training videos. Now, if you, you talk to any of the thousand people that are trained with me, they're all like, crap, you can read the view. I normally just share their posts on their pages for people to get reviews. Uh, but if I'm going to spend, you know, six to eight hours producing a piece of content to give out free education, I'd rather put it on my platform mm-hmm. and maybe add for two bucks a month, you know, something real reasonable where mm-hmm. you're not hurt. I can still feed my kids and I can put out high quality content for you to absorb, and guess what? I'm, if you pay, you can argue with me. You can disagree with me. What mm-hmm. I'm not going to do is spend four or five hundred dollars of my own money to put something out on the internet, and then spend six months arguing with somebody that has no investment. Right, right. And by and, and by the way, just just to like clarify something in there, I don't think YouTube has gotten to the point yet where they've demonetized all gun channels. So they are. So it's kind of like we're going through a transitionary period, right? And, and so the, it's kind of, it's in phases. So some some gun guys have been completely demonetized and kicked out of the partnership program. And that's mm. absolutely true for those guys. Um, then a lot of us are still in the, what they call the partnership program. What they do is a lot of our videos, they limit. So they do something called limiting ads or that's what that yellow coin is. So basically when you get that, um, not only is it um, limiting what potential revenue you could get out of that, if any, but it's also suppressing discovery of that video. And that's what's happening to us for anything that we do that's gun related. So typically, if I pull out a snippet from this podcast, throw it up over there or something else where I'm just talking and, and they feel like that's benign, um, they'll allow monetization on that. But a lot of if they hear if the algorithm hears a bang. In my video, so if we shoot guns, they're they're getting smacked upside the head, and we have to fight with them on that. I think, depending on how politics go here, and if they get 
the political cover, then that's going to become 100% true that they'll go, yeah, we just don't, we're not, we're not going to take all monetization away from this. And as a matter of fact, they'll probably de-platform a lot of people in that instance, whereas now they're pulling that revenue, but letting the folks stay there. But if there's no revenue involved, no one discovers you and you're very limited um, in how you could grow. So yeah. I'm just, you know, I know you're not like super into this stuff yet because of everything else you have going on. But, um, you know, just if there's anyone out there that uh, that has any issues with that. So what are you looking at? Uh, I'm actually trying to fix an issue because Gorilla said he can't put her hat. <laughs> so, oh, <I'm> <laughs> yeah, we got to get that working. <laughs> oh, because they sold out. That would put, that would probably be the reason. I, I tell you one thing: I don't have a problem selling mm-hmm. hats. Uh, they're actually really, really nice hats. Okay, for yeah. respect to the show, Gorilla, I will fix that when I yeah. get over here. Yeah, give um, give Kevin some time to uh, to get that worked out. I'm sure he'll yeah, work on that. I will. I'm, I'm in my store now. I'll get on there and fix it. Yeah, as soon as we're absolutely. Here. Yeah. So um, the only other thing I can say, man, then I'll get into some of the issues I know mm-hmm. people want to hear about. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate the time for me just to be a dude for uh you know a while no man um, I'm, I'm happy to catch up with you we don't like you know get a chance to talk all the time no that's true uh mm-hmm. actually it said last time i talked to you on skype the thing said six months ago <laughs> that's what it really said. <laughs> that's what it, i don't even think, think it's been that long that's what this thing i don't said. think so no i don't think that's accurate i think we've had you on this year yeah i've been on this year yeah this, this, for this. sure yeah i tell lola uh, to make sure she that, harasses yeah. you to uh get on here whether you like it or not so oh, well, I, i'm told i got good sense yeah oh, let me let me get to one thing quickly here guy that comments says is there any way to verify monetized gun video question mark because almost all videos have ads but pretty sure that many gun channels are lying um so like i said this is like a rainbow of situations um I know for us, there's, you know, if I think that a lot of people aren't going to show you behind the scenes. I know for us, like I said, there are videos that are monetized and there are videos that are not. But even videos that YouTube has limited the ads on, that thing saying limited means that um, traditional ads that everyone else would get on YouTube, a guy who does cars or whatever, you're probably not going to get that, but there's probably still going to be some ads running. Now, I know folks who their channels have been demonetized completely, and you still may see ads. This is all up to YouTube, right? And then for sure, there may be some people that are using that as a thing to play games with folks and go, oh, look, I'm demonetized, but there's still something going on. So I think it's all the answer is all of the above with that, and it's really going to come down to whether or not you uh, trust that person and how, how do they operate with you. I try to be straight up with everyone on everything, even like, I've, so for example, you'll notice on my channel, you might see the same video go up a couple of times. Why? They pull, the, they pull monetization off of that video, it suppresses it and no one looks at it. So recently I put up a video with Roy from Brownells, came over to the Hacienda, and we found, uh, I think at least five guns that he's never shot, and we were shooting it. This normally, uh, my channel is 100,000 subscribers, okay? This video, I think even now, I, have to, I would have to go look at it right now and tell you guys exactly where it's at, but this video probably has less than 1,000 views. 
I could say that to you without even um, actually having looked at it. And what that means is that they have demonetized that video, therefore suppressing the discovery of it. Here, let me just pull it up here for a quick second. So you guys will see with me as I go to it. Uh, let's see, where is that video? Somebody um, wants to say uh, hi. Oh, okay. So here's the video, Roy from Brownells, first time on the Hacienda. It's 753 views. So why would that be for someone who has um, 100,000 subscribers? It's It's been suppressed. So what's up? The cuteness is back in the building. Hey. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good. Uh, how are you enjoying uh, Atlanta so far? Yes. How's Atlanta? Good. Okay. Oh, you got <laughs> that's. <laughs> Where's your brother? Where's your brother? <laughs> he's down in his room. The kid has his own apartment. He doesn't like to oh, bother. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, he literally yeah. has his own floor. He's rock and roll. He thinks he's like one of those Run DMC kids or something. Now I'm sure. Yeah, they, they literally. Uh, Kaylin asked us. Uh, asked me when did we become rich. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 it hasn't happened, sweetheart. I really don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. I don't know if that helps. I don't know if that helps, guy that uh, comments. But just just take a look at that. So I literally have a hundred thousand subscribers. Um, there's at least something like two hundred and fifty thousand views on my channel every thirty days. Uh, people watch twenty five thousand hours of video on YouTube slash Hank Strange. This is I'm like I'm just telling you guys facts, okay? So <laughs> why would I put up a video of of us shooting guns with someone from Brownells and that video has 750 views and it's been up there for a couple of days? It's because they've you know and you might see some ads on it, but they've limited the ads, which therefore limits um, the discovery of those ads. The biggest way that people see videos on YouTube, for example. It's through YouTube itself. So even though, and a lot of those views are from me sharing it on social media and all that, which is kind of doing the same thing. So it's, there is really a struggle out there. I think it's real for some people and it has to do with like where you are on the scale, but even the big guys are suffering the same way. I see a lot of the guys that have millions of um, subscribers, they put up something and they might be lucky that that thing gets 50,000 views and that may seem like a lot, but not for someone that has millions of subscribers. So, Correct. yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry about that, Kevin. I was just trying to keep up with uh, folks' questions out here on things. Oh, no, no, um, so, no, no problem, dude. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think um, all that, uh, so just be on the lookout, man. Mm -hmm. So I got this new website launching. I am going to be launching a mm -hmm. crap ton of a training. I'm going to be really hitting things hard this mm -hmm. fall and this winter. Um, aiming for the truth is going to be going to new new heights. We have some celebrity um, desire to be involved now, so we'll see mm -hmm. how that goes. Yeah, I'm still going to be asking for support from you know the people, so um, I'll still be promoting the Patreon, and I'll probably actually put up uh, as a bonus gift. Um, I'll probably put up videos on Patreon as well for people that support can just get a little extra bonus. Yeah. Um, and uh, all those things, man, just trying to get adjusted and um, into the realm of things. I'm actually to a point now where I'm, it's easy for me to to discuss the issue. So I guess I'll hop into the hot one, which okay. I am so flooded with my opinion and how I feel. And oh, mm -hmm. people are always looking for me to to slaughter somebody. And, you know, 
I don't slaughter a lot of people that deserve it mm-hmm. because I'm not here to slaughter people. I never mm-hmm. talk to a person. I talk to the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Attacking a person is pointless. Attacking the mindset, then you 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 address people, right? Mm-hmm. Not a single person. You waste your energy talking to one guy. Um, so mm-hmm. the impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the impact thing. Okay. Yeah. The impact thing. Um, one, let me just get this out the way. When people ask me, what are my feelings about their political beliefs before we get to the ND, which I know is what everybody wants to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thing. I don't agree with everything he says, mm-hmm. and I don't disagree with mm-hmm. every single thing he said. Mm-hmm. There are some things that I've heard he said that I haven't been able to find myself, like um, you know, things against the Jewish community. Uh, I'm not saying he did or didn't. I'm saying I haven't heard them. Right. Uh, that he's had some uh, some really radical things to say about um, the white community. And when we say radical, um, I, I mean, it needs to be radical. So not saying he did or didn't. Mm-hmm. I just haven't heard them. And what I try to explain to people is this is the reason why I personally, it's nothing against anybody else that does. Mm-hmm. I personally don't do groups. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Right. Um, I'm a Christian, but I don't I don't have to belong to a church. Mm-hmm. Um, I am. A gun guy, but I don't belong to any clique. Mm-hmm. Right? I just, I am a, a father, but I don't only hang out with married dudes. Like mm-hmm. I don't bottle myself in around groups. And the main reason is a because I'm an independent thinker. Mm-hmm. I am an institution all by myself. I don't need somebody telling me how to think, and that's just how I operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I don't, I don't want to have to deal with what you say. You say it, now all of a sudden I got to address it. <laughs> Right. right. Even if I disagree with you, now I got to turn my yeah. back. And we we already have to deal with that. Just and, and it's not just us. Everyone probably goes through this in one way or another. But we may already have to deal with that just because we're the black dudes out here, right? Right or wrong? No, oh, no. That's that's a thousand percent. That's why everybody was like, like they weren't emailing. You know, <laughs> the people they knew they were going to get a, a a certain response from. We were yeah. like, Let me see what the black people think, right? Because it's a black group. It's a black militia. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But do I do I agree? That's an involuntary group that we're in, and it's not a bad thing. Like I'm personally, I'm sure you are. I am proud to be a black person. Hell yeah! I have never yeah. not felt that way. I'm incredibly uh, proud of who I am, and I believe in people being proud of who they are. They absolutely should be. Yeah. I, I would think weird of somebody who wasn't proud of who they are. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like where they come from and blah blah blah. Unless it's rudeness and BS, and that's whatever. Yeah. But we have to. Um, I think that. With with that group, uh, so there for politics, I can't. I've heard some things. I'm like, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and an example, if you want an example, mm-hmm. um, and he isn't the first guy I've heard said. I mean, we've been hearing this for decades. It's um, you know, give us um, basically give us a ship and uh, like, take us, let us go back home. I am home. So I'm, I'm sorry. Who who is saying that? Uh, the, the leader of Impact said that. He said that in one of his interviews. Okay, you uh, saw was, that? I never. He said. He yeah. said, "Give us a ship and let's go home." Where? Where's home? Yeah, he said. Well, I don't even know if he used the example ship. Okay. So let me that mm-hmm. a little bit. But he did say, "America needs to aid us getting back home, right?" Mm-hmm. Or um, that's when you got the Texas thing, or carve us out a piece of land over here and give us Texas, mm-hmm. right? So. Oh, like the forty acres and a mule type of deal, yeah, or so just that, mm-hmm. that kind of statement. Mm-hmm. No, and look, he's free to say what he wants. I'm just saying, For I sure. don't really agree with that. Right? Yeah. There's nothing against him. There's nothing against 
impact the movement because what you're not going to get me to disagree with is the fact that it damn near brought a tear to my eye to see all those melanated dudes walking down the street. Pro, I didn't even I didn't even know what the hell they were processing at first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what they're doing? The mm-hmm. fact that I see that many people of a dark hue walking down the street with guns, mm-hmm. I'm with that. Like mm-hmm. in constant, in theory, I'm with that. And I think can I? I'm, I'm not trying to cut you off because I, de- you know. Uh, I think that for me, looking at what some people, there's no way we can't monitor what everyone's saying out here. But I know I looked at different, like I was looking at uh, Johnny B, for example. I'm just using it for example. I saw uh, Mac from Military Arms Channel had something to say on this. A lot of people in the gun community support that. Not just not just us because we're 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 black people and we're like, hey, you know, we do have the right. Everyone has the right to be armed, to form a militia. I've seen people, even people making fun of those guys are like, I support these guys to have a militia be armed. But have you seen that or have you seen something else? No, I can honestly say, like, let me I I um I hit Curtis up today, VSO, mm-hmm. and said, you know, he did an uh, um a rebuttal video to uh, um, the impact leaders, uh, grandmaster to his, which I'm going to talk about next, his whole, you know, mm-hmm. AR, which I would love to like demo live, but I can't because of YouTube rules. Mm-hmm. Um, when he did a rebuttal video to him and I, I watched uh, Curtis's video and then I just text him. I'm like, thanks. And the reason I, I, I text him that it was a great video mm-hmm. is because he didn't get into all the political battles. Mm-hmm. He just said, Hey, dude, I'm with you having guns. We want you, but I'm just not with you spreading false information, mm-hmm. right? So we need to correct said information. We need to get everybody educated. And the biggest point that I've been trying to make, and I was happy to hear him say, I heard Max say it, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Guns and Gear, a couple of people Duh. made these yeah. mm-hmm. We can't, it's not about, and I, I was happy to see that the mature level-headed dudes be able to break it down. It's not about not being armed. That, that's not even a question. Mm-hmm. You should be. But we can't at the same time, whether you're doing it on purpose or you just, you know, you're just doing it um, and don't realize that you're doing it. But we can't give anti-freedom type people more ammunition, so to speak, against us. Because simply saying that if I sit down with a boat lock back on a rifle and bump it against the ground and there's a magazine and it feeds when my head's going to get blown off. Well, I can see that in the campaign ad. Mm-hmm. Of some kid finding an AR right. and bumping it, and the boat just goes forward and blows. Or, or you could you could see Bloomberg funding a lot of money to them to keep pushing that forward, which would be tragic. Exactly. So um, we have to make sure that we are spreading proper information. So mm-hmm. just to get off the political thing, look, man, um, I'm not going to beat um, that man up about every single thing he says. The fact that they are armed. Uh, people now people did take issue with they said, you know, he walked up to a vehicle when they were in Stone Mountain, Georgia, uh, walked up to a vehicle and they were intimidating people with their rifles. Uh, so here's what we're not going to allow to happen. Stop being the same media you claim to hate. OK, mm-hmm. because when I watched that video and I'm talking to that dude in that van, first of all, the dude was laughing at them. OK, literally laughing. Mm-hmm. Nothing about him was scared. Mm-hmm. OK, mm-hmm. he actually invited a conversation. Okay. He, to him. he wanted to know, what are you guys doing? And they engaged with him in conversation. Mm-hmm. He's literally chuckling and being sarcastic. That is not somebody being scared. That is not, oh, you shouldn't intimidate people with your, right. your press. Nah, man, shut up. It wasn't that. They weren't out there intimidating anybody. Now, if you want to know um, more about their political stance, go talk to them. 
Um, it's the same way that I don't try to get into all the different political stances. Whenever I get all the emails or inboxes about what about all these uh, white dudes at the state capitals? You know, aren't they, you know, threatening to overthrow the government? Mm -hmm. um, here's how I feel about what they're doing, which is normally a support. Um, and but everything, every everything that they say, every political statement they make. No, nah, I, I can't back that because they're not going to say everything out of their mouth is not going to be what I agree with. Because yeah. yeah, you're up there for guns, mm -hmm. but what else might you start talking about? And it's not – so one of the things is, like you said, it's not your organization. You're not a part of the organization. You're not a leader in the organization. So how are you going to be responsible? So there are things. Like I know uh, American Gun Chick was on, and she said that this guy said all white people are in the KKK. Okay, that's that guy. That's what he says. Or maybe there's things in there that, you know, we definitely disagree with. But how can even for us here, how can we have a conversation about that? If we're not part of that group, we can come from a point of view where we're at. I, you know, you know we, 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 how, how can we be responsible? I think even people would understand that I'm not a fan of the KKK, neo-Nazis or any other thing, but they have the same rights as everyone else. I mean, I saw something, someone sent me this news article today. I don't know if I have it to pull it up, but you guys can look this up. There's a guy who they red flagged, I believe, in California based on the fact that he's a racist. So they went and took his guns away. Okay, I'm, I don't like the fact that he's a racist, but he has the right to be a racist. And if you're going to go take his guns solely because he's a racist without him without them someone saying hey this guy threatened people to do something or whatever what are we talking about because at some point that could be flipped on any of us right absolutely you make one video say the wrong thing one way there you go yeah so no i i think that um <laughs> i think that when people when people have an issue with whatever he's saying this is what i would like for and i'm not making this a, a race thing but it's a black dude that's very opinionated and has uh, some some hellacious stance, right? Like, he, this is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. This is what he believes in. This is what his movement is about. Okay, cool. Well, when when you come and you say, but they're this and they're that, okay, you start venting how you feel, this is exactly mm -hmm. what the black people have been trying to tell you about all these white dudes and what they've been saying for years, mm -hmm. right? They are overly aggressive. They got a lot of hate in what they're saying. And now we're seeing a lot of people just seeing it from what they, they've seen it from a black guy and they're upset about it. Well, this is what the black community has been telling you for a while. So when it comes to um, everything he's saying, I don't have to justify it. And I'm not going to attack the man over it either um, because I would have to go listen to everything he said, formulate an opinion. And that's allowing that man and that movement to, to take over my life. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not going to do that yeah. now. If they want to, uh, you know, I know Maj has been in uh, talks with them and they're going to get involved. And in, I believe a BGM class for firearm safety. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. Um, if they ever want to understand um, things about guns. Sure. I'm willing to I'm willing to have a conversation with him. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm, I, I, I'm not going to ask him all his political views. No different than when students show up to my ring. We don't talk politics. I don't need it. Only thing I need to know is, are you homicidal? Because mm -hmm. then I don't want you here. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not homicidal, I have probably trained some dudes that have some very, very different views than myself. Mm -hmm. But we don't talk about that, right? Because we're not the place for it. Yeah. So, so one of the things. So I just want to uh, to to just circle around to what you're saying there. Um, 
you know, you, you just said that this is a lot like when um, there's there's folks out there who are white and they're saying certain things that are very aggressive, negative or hurtful or whatever. And we go to those guys as a as a community and say, hey, this isn't cool. Um, there are people who go, hey, they have the right to say what they have to say. We don't have to agree with them or whatever it is. Right. Like this is funny or, you know, we there's all there's situations. I saw a situation like that today that was uh, on IG. I didn't get a chance to talk about it because I figured maybe we'll get into it here. This it doesn't matter. But yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you understand what I'm saying. I think that when there's situations like that that come up and we may say to someone, um, listen, this this bothers me. Why does it bother you? It's just comedy or whatever. Right. You know, it's people. If if someone does that comedy about a white person, you're not going to be upset about it. Okay, so this is a similar thing. That's what you're saying. Right. This is a similar type of situation. I think that once you get into some of the when you get into okay, this is what I've been saying for years, and I know other people say it. Stop hiding your racism behind your patriotism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Okay. Elaborate right. on that. So you're a patriot. You believe in your country, and there's nothing. Let me emphasize again: there is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, one could argue we need more people like that. Right? Yeah. Center a little bit more because it's both of us in the screen. If you can, just like center yourself a little bit. Yeah. 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 There you go. Boom. Yeah. Awesome. So um, what what they've been what they've been doing is being so patriotic, like Mm -hmm. um, they're so patriotic that they're allowing they're allowing the flag to be a blindfold and an amplification for ignorance. Okay. And here's what I mean. So. When we say, you know, something is, you know, insensitive coming from, I won't, I'm not going to get this dude any, any shine. I'm just not going to do it. But there was this one page that I came across. He's, uh, he's not huge, but he's, you know, a USPCA shooter. I've been contemplating back and forth if I need to let USPCA know about him, but he's a USPCA shooter. Mm -hmm. He's got small, like gifts from certain companies, uh, some big, some small, um, And I look at his page and his, um, you know, he's speaking about patriotism and he loves America and yada, 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 and all this great stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. And you look further into it. I'll just give you an example. Now, this is a page that is followed by some of your most famous and biggest pages. Okay. 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 Even though his following is not that big, the people that follow him are pretty, pretty large. Okay. Um, and he's got things on there. Uh, he flat out got a post that says, hell yeah, I'm a racist. Wow. Uh, and like, and you don't want to, and who is this person? Um, you don't want to, okay. okay. All right. You got to be careful giving these, mm-hmm. giving these punks a chime, man. Okay. You got to be careful, you know, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, he says that, he, and why could take that as satire? Maybe he's like fighting against it, right? Like, mm-hmm. why? Because I, I love the Confederate flag, must I be a racist? You know, and it could mm-hmm. be that kind of thing, right? Uh, but no, when you go read more and more of his posts, like his his avatar is making fun of a black woman, his um, his comments and the people that he draws in the comment, I mean, stuff is just brutal. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that wasn't as brutal in imagery, mm-hmm. but uh, but the caption summed it all up is this dude and his daughter, man. Mm-hmm. All right, beautiful pic. You know, the father and his who am I to ever say something about that? Right, I love seeing people with their kids. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as as you you look at a couple of pictures and you're like, oh, beautiful family. And you look at the caption and it says, 
I just hope she doesn't grow up to date black guys. And then one of the comments under that was, if she does, I have an excavator, a large amount of land, and plenty of guns. Let me know. And then all the other comments just start coming below that. And I'm looking at who follows this page, and I'm like, but you bastards are the same people that mm-hmm. keep talking about unity. You want people, but yet you support open racism. This isn't just a poster to. Mm-hmm. This is a page full mm-hmm. of open hatred and racism that is also advertising gun companies. And you mean to tell me that you believe that because he screams out, I love America, every third post, we're just going to ignore the fact that he's a blatant racist? That's a prime example mm-hmm. of what I mean by stop allowing your racism to hide behind your patriotism mm-hmm. because you got, you got these large gun entities that love supporting them. Yeah. Right? But so, yeah, so um, and, yeah I, I mean, I, I completely understand what you're saying here. I, um, I wish I knew who this was, man. And I think sometimes people are following. I don't know if you want to tell us who's following this particular person. Um, the, the problem with it, I think sometimes we follow people. We don't even realize exactly who we're following. Right. For whatever reason, we're following that person. We don't. I'm not trying to excuse anyone. Look, dude, it could be me. You could tell me if I'm following that person. Oh no, I would I would I would <laughs> Like the people the people the people that I knew were following them. Right. Like I personally know, not just like I know you through the business, like right. I know you. I, I called their phones. Oh wow. I'm like Okay. So and, and the conversation basically went, you make a decision. Mm-hmm. I will I will because I'm one thing about me, I always give people respect. If I know you, I'm not gonna go at you online. I'm gonna call you. Mm-hmm. Right? It's out of respect. It's mm-hmm. just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um but once I call you. And you, if you double down on it, yeah. Because what you're saying to me is, what you're saying to me, Kevin, is disturbing. It's disturbing to hear that. You know, there's some things like there's levels of this, right? You know that there's levels of how people uh, come at other people here. Um, I think the thing that I was initially talking to you about that I saw, and I'm just going to throw it up for. I know that a lot of people aren't on social media and they don't see these things. Um, the particular thing that I saw, and I'm going to throw it up here uh, really quick. This is what, um, actually, Trenchwork Chronicles posted this, and he reposted it from, uh, I believe it's Tactical Shit. And it yeah. says, Sex Position uh, 27, the George Floyd. And it shows a man uh, over a woman in illustration, and he has his foot on her neck. Right. And um, Trenchwork Chronicles threw that up. And we'll probably get into that here in a second and have a conversation about that. That's one thing. And that is disturbing to me. But the level of what you're saying is even more so. Yeah, man. It's um. so that is a, is a little bit. Uh, it is definitely a little bit different. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get you guys mm-hmm. an example. I'm talking about off this uh, this idiot's page. Mm-hmm. But. um. That particular post, that's another example. A couple of people DM me like, yo, get at these fools, get at them, get at them. So I know the owner of that company. Mm-hmm. Once again, if I see something online and I know you, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, if you see something online about me and you personally know me and can call my phone and don't, mm-hmm. then I'm going to get your ass online. Yeah. Right? Let's be respectful. Like, call me. And so I paid him the same respect. I said, and I text him, I'm like, Yo, man, this is really, really tasteless, and the timing couldn't be worse. You know, like, really? And he he made a public statement, so I can. He made it longer than what this he is. Did. This so is I the can... person who owns the company, or the person who we're talking about making these posts. So the person who owns the company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Oh, you're talking about tactical shit. Tactical shit. Put up the post. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, um, so we're talking about a different person than we were talking about just now. No, so, you're. T- yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I just brought up the tactical shit post. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. different from the dude that I'm talking about. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Not surprising. That same that same jerk shared the post, but mm-hmm. that's not surprising to me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the um, here's the thing. When you put up something that insensitive, um, that has the nation. You know, I get everybody wants to, you know, uh, like quote Dave Chappelle. It's a joke, not a penis. Don't take it so hard. Right. Mm -hmm. I get it. But the same people that want to use Dave Chappelle as a reference, I want you to go back and watch his last comedy special and see how serious he was when he was talking about George Floyd and point out a joke he made to me. Mm -hmm. He didn't make a joke about that issue. It's not a laughing matter to watch a cop, a government agent murder a man slowly for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Ain't nothing funny about that. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I don't care which way you cut it, which way you slice it. There is nothing humorous about that. Um, so you can leave race out of it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing funny about that. Mm-hmm. And what I do believe is this. If you take that exact same kind of feel of that meme and you make it a cop dying, see how pissed everybody would be. See, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be funny it, Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be funny at all if we were mocking the cop being killed. Mm-hmm. Then it would not be a joke. Mm-hmm. Then it would be everybody's going after law enforcement. They're all great people. Then blue line. This is ridiculous. This is going to be Joe Biden's America and all this other stuff that people want to say. But because it's mocking mm-hmm. a black dude that got killed by a government agent, then we can make fun of it. But if you make it a black dude killing a cop, it wouldn't be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I will see anybody on that on that debate. It would not have been funny. Let a cop had just got murdered, right? And we are still going through, or his family's still going through, or his department's still going through the mourning process, uh, uh, mourning process, and they're trying to get over it. Mm-hmm. And then somebody puts up a meme mocking the way he was killed. Mm-hmm. And I think I believe that tactical shit. Um, you know, I believe they retru- they deleted that post, yeah, they took, and they then took they. The post Mm-hmm. and wrote up the guy that put it up right which um so i'm guessing is it so so what they do is basically sell stuff right i'm i'm familiar with them they sell things um they've probably gotten really big and they have several people posting on all their social media so the person who did that they wrote the guy up yeah so okay. i don't know and i know a lot of the guys that work there right but i can tell you which one posted it mm-hmm. um Okay. Let me, let me, I'm sorry. Let me get to, there's a couple things I want to get to here. Let's just try to, uh, let me just try to do this real quick. Villain Trucker gave us 10 bucks. Thanks to Villain Trucker. I appreciate that. Um, Night Train has a comment for you that I'm going to give you a chance to uh, respond to. He says, sorry, KD, but it sounds like you're soft on black racists, but hard on white racists. So um, I don't know if you want to. Sorry, you can shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. How about that? And here's why. Because whenever you say that I'm soft on black racist, mm-hmm. here's the thing. I, in conversation, will say a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So, for example, mm-hmm. the guy that posted, the well, his company page that posted the meme today mm-hmm. is called a racist all the time. And I'm the same guy that will go to his office and sit down and talk to him. So if I've been to his office numerous of times, have sat on his podcast numerous of times and addressed the issues with him 
openly unrehearsed numerous of times. I am also the same dude that has stood at plenty of 2A rallies with Confederate flags flying and dudes talking about, you know, 3%. Hell, I was at one where a dude literally had on a shirt that says, uh, white man's country, everybody else is an option. All this crazy crap, Okay. right? Mm-hmm. So when I'm standing there mm-hmm. and I am standing in the lion's den, let me explain something to you. I am not soft on any races. It is not up to me to make you or anybody else, whoever said that dumb shit, it is not up to me to make you feel comfortable with the way that I address things. Because real men that know real people have real conversations off camera. I don't do this for Instagram. If I have a problem with somebody and I know them, I get in their face and we have a conversation about it. Minimum, I get on the phone and we have a conversation about it. There are plenty of people that have been deemed racist that are black. That I know. I have hopped on the phone with them and had a real conversation. Have you seen me make a post about tactical shit? You know why I didn't make a post? Because I was able to call the owner. Yeah, and this. So, yeah. So let me just let me just get this in here. I think I think you got it. So into to the to the question or the comment that Night Train's making here. If here's how I look at this. So everyone in the world is how they want to be. Right, and I think you, Kevin. You said you're you're not in groups. If you were in the if you were in the NFAC group, you would have to you would have to address that on a higher level. And I think in the beginning of this, you said you don't agree with it. Here's one of the I, things. But you, what, what people and this is what it is. Mm-hmm. When it's somebody that looks like you, people expect for you to go to their level of descent. Right, mm-hmm. you have to impress them. Right, and let me make something very clear to you mm-hmm. guys. If you want that, if you are always looking for that type of energy, somebody that's always going to go after the black people hard, you need to go follow Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, the conservative twins, or any of those people, mm-hmm. right? That's where you go get that crap from. You don't get it from me. The same way, you know how much time I could spend going after white people that are openly racist if I wanted to? I'm talking about open. I ain't talking about something that you got to guess about. Mm-hmm. But I don't give my energy or time in large quantities Mm-hmm. to people that are idiots. That's why I wouldn't even call out the dude and give him the name. If I was so hard about going in on all the white races and I started talking about a two-way page that's supported by big two-way companies and or people, then if I wanted to go hard, wouldn't I have called him out? Yeah. Well, and, and, and the difference I'm trying to make here, the difference I'm trying to make here is whatever this thing is of the gun community, we're either in it or we're not in it. So when I when I was talking to Maj uh, the other day about this, I asked Maj when he spoke to the uh, to Grandmaster Jay from uh, NFAC, did this guy give a crap about the gun community or not? Maj said no. So therefore, he's not in the gun community, and we are. Like I'm I'm here in the gun community. That's what I'm doing. We're talking to you guys. We're working out our stuff. That's what matters, right? Either we're like either we are this or we're not. So that's what we have to be responsible for if we're responsible for everything i don't i'm not trying to say we're responsible for everything so in a situation like this kevin if if some if something came up if someone in the gun community was doing something that uh let's let's say we're talking about race here that's something that you could address more if you you know where the gun community 
that person's in the gun community. You may have direct access to them. You could go, hey, what's up with this? Why are you putting this thing out there? Versus like, you know, how do you address someone in a completely different group that we're all looking at? Now, if they want to be part of the of, of the overall community here and we're all rolling with them, then this becomes a different thing. What we're rolling with is whether or not they have the right to be armed, whether or not they have the right to be a militia, etc. When it comes to, to, to the things that they're out there saying and doing, if you want to know what my opinion is or Kevin's opinion, in the beginning of this, he said, hey, I don't agree. I do not agree with these things. Right. And that's why I don't roll with certain. I agree with everything you said. I don't roll with certain groups for that reason. And if you ask me about it, I could say, yeah, I don't agree with that, but I don't necessarily know those people. And then you how, how do you get any kind of thing to happen versus we're here in the gun community and we could deal with all the things that we all have to deal with. And I would and I want to make this very clear. Mm -hmm. I would have gave that same kind of response if Night Train was standing in my face. You are mm -hmm. not. And I repeat. Mm -hmm. You don't get the opportunity. And it, it doesn't mean aggression. It doesn't mean fight. It means standing on principles and morals. Mm -hmm. You don't get, mm -hmm. because you have easy access to people like this former user right now, mm -hmm. you do not get to question their moral integrity by saying they choose to address who is a racist. First of all, where is, the, where is all the love and attention that I've been giving toward um, child sex trafficking lately? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where's that love and attention? So are you going to say that I don't go after one child sex ring as hard as I go after the other? Where's all the attention I've been giving to um, all these, this, this damn normalizing pedophilia lately? Where's all that attention, right? So you don't get to say that somebody is doing a thing. Here's the, here's the problem. Mm -hmm. a lot of people, everybody has a right to have an opinion. Every single human being walking the earth has the right to have an opinion. The problem is it is very, very challenging to me for you to sit back and critique somebody when you aren't even making attempts to address the thing that you're critiquing them about, right? So if you want to, if somebody wants to say, well, in fact, is a group of black racists. And I openly, before we even got into this conversation said, you know what? I ain't watched all the dude videos, right? I got people telling me that he's made anti-statements uh, anti against the Jewish. I haven't seen them. Because what it will require me to do is go and watch all of his videos mm -hmm. to point out exactly what he did to bring mm -hmm. it up. If you I don't even want I don't even want that dude's videos rolling through my YouTube feed. Like, I mean, dude, dude <laughs> that's how I'm personally doing. not into that. Huh? That's telling me that I'm soft on anybody. You can take your brave ass right over to his platform and challenge him. What you coming at me for? You that's the thing about it. Everybody's accessible. You can go right to that man's page. You don't have to ask Hank, Maj, or nobody else. How do they feel about what he thinks? You know what you can do? You can go right to his YouTube channel, right to his Instagram, right yeah. to his Facebook, and say, hey, I disagree with you. I believe that you are racist for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, however many reasons you got, mm -hmm. right? Go challenge that man on it. But it's the same damn way I don't ask all my white buddies to justify the racist crap that comes out of some white dude's mouth. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, I don't tag, you know, any of my popular 2A friends in um, videos. And let me, let me, can I just, can I just say this to you? Even if you do, they're going to have the same kind of reaction as you. I'll be honest exactly. with you. So I'll, I'll tell you guys this, right? You, and by the way, Night Train's always here. 
Uh, he, he's always here on the podcast and everything, and it's appreciated. We're having a discussion. I don't think from Kevin's part, you could tell me, Kevin, if it's if, if uh, I know you're you're uh, you're you know, you're a little high strung here on this particular issue. I think you have a right to be. But what I'm trying to do is have this conversation because I think that it's something relative and we should get it out. But let me let me just explain this to you guys. There's people that you all know. And if I talk that they come on the podcast and if I say, hey, check this thing out that happened and they take a look at that, they go, listen, man, uh, I don't. That's, you know, that's comedy. They're my friends. OK, they're a different complexion for me to them. That's just comedy. It's no big deal. Do I get mad at them now? Do I hate on them? Do I go, you know what? Forget it. I, we can't roll together because you don't see this thing from my point of view. Ultimately, what are you going to do about that? Right. So it's the same. I think it's the same thing here that we're trying to deal with. You reckon you might recognize I'm Kevin's recognizing something. Someone else might not recognize it. I might say to someone, this is offensive. Can you see how that's offensive? No, I can't see how that's offensive. You know, would it be offensive if um, that was just all white people in there and they were doing this thing? Right. If they were doing something about Harvey Weinstein and there was a meme, would black people be offended by it? That's I'm just telling you the response, right, that someone would make. Are they wrong? Ultimately, we're all looking at this uh, this situation, including this one here with NFAC from the outside. They don't they they don't want to be part of the gun community. They're not part of the gun community. We're talking about them because we're discussing that particular thing. I think the difference here is we are in the gun community. We are connected to these people, like Kevin is saying. And if he's connected to people, if you're connected to someone, you have some kind of connection to them, and there's something wrong going on here. That's something you could deal with more directly, and you can reach out and deal with that person. If it happened, if there was someone out there in the black community getting all crazy you guys would want us this, that's what happened with vada man if we were just talking about podcasts if you go back to episode one 613 episodes ago i had vada on here because people kept reaching out to me saying what's up with this guy right every there were a lot of people in the gun community laughing at him there were a lot of black people in the gun community upset that people are laughing at him so from my point of view, I was like, okay, let's have this guy on and have this discussion. And we had that discussion. That's in the realm of something that we could do. Can we do that with this NFAC guy? Can we get him on here and say, hey, did you say this about white people? Did you say that they're all in the KKK? Did you say this about Jewish people? If we can't do it, we're limited to what we could do about that. I, I, you know, that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think um, any man is another reason. I don't do groups. Mm-hmm. I don't think any man is responsible for what another man says. You need to go address it with that man. I saw somebody in here put a comment that I actually agree with. Mm-hmm. Said I'm, I, I'm paraphrasing because the comment went up now, but it says every day I, all I hear is racism and it's getting old. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Even sometimes when I try to break the mold and put up like a, a funny video with a car or mm-hmm. you know make make fun of Fords or you know just try to break the ice. You know, mm-hmm. um, as soon as I get here, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, well, now I'm not being hard enough on racists. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like you can't, you can't please people, right? So it's like, oh, you know what? It exists. I know what I'm doing to fight systemic injustices. I don't need anybody's approval, mm-hmm. right? I understand what I'm doing. So I don't have to bring that to you every day because I'm going to do my work regardless. In the meantime, we can keep talking about whatever. I'll roll mm-hmm. the issues in as I see fit. Mm-hmm. We'll continue 
forward, right? Mm-hmm. And I always bring mine in an educational, informative way. I mm-hmm. always bring information in that way. Mm-hmm. But to um, that last silly comment that we made, let's make this very clear. And this is where you're, why you're really getting the source of frustration. So here's something that you guys might not believe, but let me tell you what's true. So I just got the dumbass comment that, oh, you don't, you, you're soft on uh, black racists and you're too hard on white racists, pause. But then I get from the white racists, which I've had several times being called the end with the hard ER at the end of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Several times, I'm the same guy that's had to have several two-way companies, or not companies, representatives of said companies, take down their IG posts because they were making open, blatantly open, mm-hmm. racist comments, and then even hop in my DM and continue with them. Like, mm. it's stupid, right? So we get those kind of people shut down, and you know what? I never brought it to IG. I never brought it to the public. Mm-hmm. But you know what happens when it's somebody that's black that you that people would summarize as a racist? You know what they say about me? I'm a coon because I'm not hard enough on white racists. Yeah, there's because no winning. <laughs> I don't separate myself from all white people. Yeah, because I I am promoting the white man's gun companies. Mm-hmm. So from the white dudes now, it's like, oh, okay, you're too hard on, you're too soft on the black racists. You're just, you know, you're letting them get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. And then to the people that will be categorized as black racists, it is, oh, you're a coon and you're too soft on all these redneck racists, three percenters, blah, blah, blah. They aren't your brothers. They aren't your allies. Look, man, to all of y'all, how about that? Because nobody has to live in a world where they appease to you. I don't have to wake up every day and say, what can I do to make sure that you are okay in your feelings and that I'm saying the things that make you feel good at night? Because at the end of the day, one Racism ain't going over. Period. Point blank. Mm-hmm. It's never going to disappear. As much as we want it to, it is not. It's going to be somewhere in the world existing at all times. Mm-hmm. Two, to challenge people on how hard they go at it is idiotic, especially when you don't know what efforts they take. You know how many two-way companies I've saved that put up a post that was questionable, that are owned by white people, and help them manage their way out of it? You know how many people have stood up at public events and said, thank you for helping me out of a bad situation. And these are white two-way owned companies that made dumbass decisions that I helped free of charge. Yeah. You, we don't, the, the moral there is we don't see everything. We don't see everything. I think that. People mm-hmm. need to keep as, mm-hmm. as responsible, methodical thinkers, honestly, and with love from my heart. If you don't know, keep that dumb shit to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know and you don't understand how frustrating it is to try to bring a whole demographic of people that identify with you and then a whole nother demographic of people that identify with you for a different reason. Dads don't identify me just because I'm black. They identify me because I'm a dad, right? Mm -hmm. People that want to learn guns don't identify me as a black instructor. They see me as an instructor, right? So you got all these different people that look to you for different reasons, right? Different associations. But one demographic of that is absolutely the urban community. Mm-hmm. Right. So they look at me for guidance and information. You want to know how challenging it is to get thousands? Because unlike some people, I just don't do it online. I get out and I work to bring thousands and thousands of people into this industry. And you know what it's like to get posts sent to you that are distasteful toward women, minorities, whoever. And then you have to be the one that address that because you've got this group group chat of eight people 
you're the one that brought them to this side and told them it's about freedom and America and all this history behind them. And they're like, well, can you help me uh, understand this? I thought you said this was a community of trust. You know how hard that is? Mm-hmm. Right? So if you don't understand the work, if you don't understand what's happening, don't you question me. Unfortunately, into it. Unfortunately, there's not a lot of people don't. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes you don't see. The uh, a couple, the sometime around the last time you were on, and I'm not even sure when it was. Right? I remember I had uh, Crispy on, so that's way back. If whoever uh, whoever's keeping track of what's going on there, I had Crispy on. He was here. He's Mexican. We had a conversation. We talked about a lot of things, um, and then shortly after that, you were on. Right. And someone posted in, 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 in one of the black groups that's out there, they posted a thing with me and Crispy and then it had something to do with you. Right. Because I believe that I sent you a message about it. And they said, yeah, check out Hank Strange. He doesn't talk about any of the black issues. <laughs> and they're showing me talking to Crispy and, and, and Crispy had a conversation about uh, Trump Jr. What they don't even realize inside of that conversation, Crispy says he doesn't go with everything that Trump says. All, we had all of that conversation. Maj Ture came in and halfway through that conversation and all someone saw was a freaking thumbnail. They saw a thumbnail of that thing. And then somehow you were involved in it. And I reached out to you because I said, hey, Kevin, because you came on and we were talking about some some tough stuff at the time. And and I think I said to you, you know what? It's It's my bad. I've been too busy to get snippets up of us talking about this. And I'm going to work on it. Right. And then I went out there and worked on it. And this is I'm just trying to illustrate to you guys what happens and you don't see it. People don't see things. They didn't tune in for that two hours of us talking about all of that. They didn't look at that whole thing of me talking to Crispy and Maj coming in and all of that stuff. But they look at a thumbnail of something and they're making like decisions about what we're doing or what we're not doing. And that's on the other side. If most of the people watching this podcast right now are probably white people. Most of the people who support me are white people. There's lots of black people that support us. We're living in a world (laughs) where there's more white people than black people, right? In, in, In America and in this community. But we're still doing things. And regardless of what we're doing, there's gonna be a side that goes, this guy's not black enough. You know, well, he's not doing this thing. He's not doing that thing. So I have I have went and then I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm going to move on. I want to talk about the ND. Mm-hmm. With, uh, mm-hmm. One, I don't know how much clearer it needs to be, but just for there is a reiteration. I clearly started off this segment of the conversation with saying I haven't heard everything the dude said, but I even gave examples of things I've heard him say that mm-hmm. I disagree with. Right. Said mm-hmm. it. Said it. Mm-hmm. One, two. You are not, and I say you and I'm talking to people collectively, and it doesn't matter who it's against. You don't have the right to constantly pressure someone to live up to your standards. Mm-hmm. Case, case in point, all right, because I was even avoiding the subject of race. Mm-hmm. But even when I'm avoiding it, somebody accused me of not being hard enough on a, a racist, mm-hmm. right? So it's not me, I'm trying to avoid it. I'm only bringing up that particular issue because that's what people are concerned about. Mm-hmm. But even when I try to run around it, oh, you want to bring me back to it. How mm-hmm. come we just can't talk as Americans? See, there's that hypocrisy right there. Mm-hmm. So I am um, when I'm looking at the, the controversy that happened with Nick Cannon, right, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, where Nick Cannon had some uh, some things to say about the Jewish community okay. uh, and the white community that weren't mm-hmm. appreciated, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching that. Now, I don't own Nick Cannon. I don't know Nick Cannon. I don't control what Nick Cannon says, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm watching the backlash. I watched him lose a ton of money mm-hmm. real quick. Mm-hmm. Right? Cool. Nick Cannon doubles down pretty much on his statements. And the community of people that support him are just chanting them on, right? Chanting them on. Then Nick Cannon apologizes to the Jewish community, I believe, who that apology was aimed at. Mm-hmm. He apologizes to them. Okay. Then he started receiving hate from the same people that were just praising him. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Went on his own. I guess I don't use Twitter that much, but you mm-hmm. can put your location like you can on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The dude put location, heaven, and then went on to type, and I'm paraphrasing, went on to type, like, I tried to stand up for my people, and I got crucified for it. I tried to be a man and apologizing for saying something that hurt an entire community of people, and now my own people are crucifying me for that. I didn't think the pain could get any worse. Y'all enjoy Earth. I'm so glad that dude had people running his aid, man. You know what I mean? Because people don't understand how frustrating that is. So that's why I'm saying to anybody that wants to come at me with anything like this, mm-hmm. if you happen to be a white dude and you want to challenge the way that I go after black racists, stay in your own lane. You go get them. If you happen to be a um, anybody that wants to say, you need to go after racists harder, tell you what, you go do it. Why do you need me to do it? Especially when I have an established history of speaking about issues that most people won't even bring up. Mm -hmm. You don't know what it's like to be me, and don't you dare fucking act like you do. All right? So let's show some respect. Just like I don't jump into people's lives and say, well, it looks like you halfway want to take care of your family. I expect to get attacked for that. That man might be working uh, 20-hour shifts trying to make sure his family is fed, but I see him sitting on his butt taking a lunch break, I'm like, (laughs) I don't look like you work too hard. I must not care about your wife and kids. I expect for him to jump all the way down my throat. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he understands what he's doing that I don't see. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the MD thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's go on to that with the uh, with the time that we have, because, you know, the, we could earn a lot of time on that particular um, thing. So hopefully everyone's gotten it out of their system. Yeah. man. And it, look, it's yeah. not personal. And once again, you never talk to the person. You talk to the mindset. Mm-hmm. But it is very frustrating for people to constantly challenge you on. You can you can narrow this down to just being a gun guy. Mm-hmm. If you don't say everything about a company that might do something anti-gun, you're not a gun guy, right? Yeah, you can't. If you win. don't have everything bad to say about whatever gun company made the industry mad that month yeah. at all. Well, you're not attacking them. You're not a true two-way guy. Yeah, man. Stop do you ever? Them. Okay. Do you ever? So first of all, like me, right? You know that I'm mixed, right? So you know that I'm half Indian, half black, right? Right. Okay. You remember the time I joked with you? I told you that I identify as a black guy. Do you remember me telling you that? I don't know if I do. Yeah, I think there was some conversation we were having, you know, and I told you that's what I identify as. Here's the thing. It, for me, that's what, that's what I look like. That's what I feel like. That's what I am. But I actually have relatives that are Indian that they get mad about that. That's a really subtle thing. A lot of people won't understand that. Like, what are you talking about? Right? Because if you look at someone who's Indian, there's not a massive difference, right, with someone who's black. There's, there's very dark-skinned Indians, there's very light-skinned Indians, all that kind of stuff. But there are people who are my relatives that are actually upset about that. 
I've actually gotten into arguments about that where people are like, no, you're 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 Indian. <laughs> this is what you're in, in this thing and that thing. It's tough, man. You can't win. Us as human beings, we can't win. And every other human being is looking for a win. I think especially now, especially today in these times that we're going through, the pressures that everyone's under with the lockdown and a lot of other things happening, everyone's looking for a win. But when everyone is looking for a win, everyone's going to lose. Everyone's going to lose. It's not it's not necessarily about. So here's the things I don't want. I'm not giving up the Second Amendment. OK, I'm not I'm not burning down the Constitution. The other things we don't necessarily need to win all the time. Yeah, I think um, I think people need to um, grow up. And, you know, here's the other thing, too. Where's the empathy for all the people? No matter what the issue is, it could mm-hmm. be guns, it could be some finances, economics, whatever you're, you know, everybody's passionate about different things. Where's the empathy or sympathy for the individuals that are out there taking the hits to push your belief? Mm-hmm. Where's the empathy? Why do, why do we spend so much time criticizing them instead of supporting them? Right? When was the last time you shared their video? When was the last time you jumped on a post to defend them? When was the last time you donated money to their cause? You know, I know what you'll do. You'll sit back and wait for something that you might disagree with and you critique them. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's yeah. not right. So let's talk about this. Yeah, let's 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 get to the Andy. Let's get to the Andy. We'll so we'll have we'll have know. Kevin. Plus, Kevin is going to do this. And, and you could go over to you can when, when he's doing this thing, you can go over there. I don't know how he's going to run it. He might have a little trap door. Instagram, but I'm not going to bring anything on YouTube. I, I know better. <laughs> uh, I don't get your channel in trouble. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the leader of Impact, Grandmaster Jay, uh-huh. um, put out a video that has went viral and has many responses. Yeah. Um, where he was trying to describe the ND that happened in Louisville, Kentucky. He did say that it was an old Winchester 20 gauge shotgun that would fire when dropped. Now, I will tell you guys, there are older model shotguns that if you drop those things, they, they will go off. Yeah. Okay? And I'll try to roll in a little bit of that while you're talking of the video that he put up. But I'm sure you guys have seen this particular video already, right? I mean, who in the gun community hasn't seen it yet where he comes out with the AR? That's what we're talking about here, right? Can you play that? Because it's got a gun in it. Can you play that on here? Yeah, I could play play videos or show pictures. So So. when when he was describing what happened with the shotgun, Mm -hmm. he decided to use an AR-15 as an example Mm -hmm. of what would happen, even if it was an AR. He's like substituting the guns out. Mm -hmm. And he called the AR-15 a bullpup. And then he said, because it has a lot of kick, it will knock you on your rear This was very offensive to me as a bullpup guy. (laughs) Um, And I'm kind of like, you know, this is nothing against him personally. Right. But the instructor in me is like, Trey, what? No, 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 sir. That is not absent. No, sir. We can't. No, that's not true. And then when you go on to explain you know, what he's trying to basically talk about is a slam fight, mm-hmm. right? We have to understand that those things theoretically, potentially, if you have all the right mix of all the bad things in the gun world, maybe could happen one out of a gazillion time, maybe. But mm-hmm. to follow it up with, you know, it happens every day in basic training and, you know, it like it doesn't do. And this is nothing to do with the politics of it. It has everything to do with the fact that we can't allow misinformation to be spread by anybody when it comes to firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's just about proper education. It is not, a, not an attack. 
once again, on the individual, it's addressing the mindset, which is my mm -hmm. mantra. Mm -hmm. So we have to be able to go out and, and talk about those things in a fair and open manner. Now, I mentioned before, there are some people that I appreciated the way they responded to the video. Um, and just for clarity, uh, Mr. Guns and Gear was one, um, Mac was another, mm -hmm. and Curtis, VSO, was another, mm -hmm. right? Because they did the response but they did the response in a way to address the factually wrong information. Mm -hmm. They didn't attack him as a person mm -hmm. and they let the knowledge be the guidance of the video. Mm -hmm. Here's the misinformation. Here's the correct information. Yeah. And right? some people, some people did memes. Um, our friend Babyface P did a meme. I don't know if you saw it or not. I re I did repost it. <laughs> Uh, but he but listen i looked at his meme it was not it, it wasn't uh he didn't go at those guys in any way that i think that was hurtful you know he was just making fun of calling an ar a bullpup and that you know obviously if you slam fire if you close the bolt on it by by hitting the the butt on a table or anything else with your hand it doesn't it doesn't go off he didn't like to me Go, and so so people did memes and things like that and some people came out and like actually try to explain that for informational purposes to folks out there right yeah i'm not i'm not mad look if somebody says something out of their mouth that's factually wrong mm -hmm. i'm not trying to defend you from the internet you fight the internet <laughs> i'm mm -hmm. not right mm -hmm. yeah so memes are to be expected i mean mm -hmm. we, we all seen the picture of the the jam 22 right mm -hmm. um today i got a picture of a woman holding a rifle with an optic on it and some kind of mounted uh, laser sitting right in the middle of the optic in front of it. So it was blocking the view of the optic. Is this, is, so these are pictures from the NFAC group? Is that yeah, this okay. picture from NFAC. I've also okay. seen one where the dude um, from NFAC clearly had his optic mounted on backwards. Mm -hmm. Like, I cannot save you, nor am I going to try to save you from that. They are learning lessons to be, to be acquired. Now, mm -hmm. you also can't be overly sensitive. Now, this is where the balance is at. I'm not ever going to say because a black group made the mistake you can't poke fun at them no, no. dude okay I, I said this yesterday i said this yesterday kevin when do you remember when the general the uh the general said fully semi-automatic do you remember uh, that thing remember the it was an army general white guy yeah. he said fully semi-automatic we all, everyone made fun of him. The black people, the white people, everything in between. If the, if we, if we're gonna look at that that way, um, do you remember when uh, Costa Ludis, <laughs> when he was in Japan, Chris Costa was in Japan, and he was using the airsoft. He was on the runway, and he was doing all kinds of tactical moves and flipping around. Do you remember that one? I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Everyone was memeing that. There's lot. This is what happens. Yeah, like the instructor happened yeah. to be a white dude. That was with that. What was that? A 44 mag. He was in a range with had in a single action trying to instruct the students and he was holding it out. And that sucker, uh, it was a single action and went off and smacked him in the face. Yes. And OK, it, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There was you a know, police right. officer. Remember the police officer that was in the classroom with the kids and he was like, I'm the only one qualified. <laughs> the funniest thing from the NFAC video is when he said these idiots, he was cursing. Let me show you how stupid these idiots are. Famous. Famous last words. <laughs> yeah, that was the was. meme to me, <laughs> personally. You know, yeah, so, if I memed it, I would have, I would have just, I would have chopped that up into a rap song. But <laughs> you know, whatever. You got, now that's where I come and say, look, mm -hmm. guys, you don't get to be extra sensitive because people are making mm -hmm. fun of somebody that you agree with their movement on. Yeah. Like 
You yeah. do something silly with guns. Yeah. Say something wrong. We're going to get at you. And by the way, uh, Guns and Gear is in the chat. He says this. He said, he was my old commander and I roasted him. I think he's talking about the the general, general. guy. <laughs> oh, that's hella funny. Oh, what's up, Mike? That's hella funny. <laughs> yeah. So that we we all got in on that, and it was all good. He deserved it. <laughs> you know what I'm and saying? The reason I haven't um, done any any memes or anything like that is because a the internet is saturated with them. Yeah. Right. So it's like you know too late. You know everybody's already ahead of it. And yeah. b it's um it, it, it the instructor side of me is always like okay there's an, there's an opportunity for education. So no matter who it is, like you can't go back once and find anything of me making fun of Otto. Mm-hmm. I never did. Mm-hmm. I never did. One, because I could call. And once again, it's that respect thing with you. Mm-hmm. Right? If I can reach you, I'm not going to talk about you online unless you know I'm about to talk about you online. Then mm-hmm. if it's just good fun, mm-hmm. I'm going to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. You know, normally, I just, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, man. It's People need to learn how to, in some situations, relax, let people have a good time, and you don't get to say because you look like the person and they're making fun of the fact that their gun is jammed or optic is on backwards or somebody called a full length. Uh, I think that was even a 20-inch rifle. Somebody calls something like that a bullpup, and then they get made fun of, and it can be used as educational reference to correct the misinformation. Then all of a sudden you get to hide behind race. Mm-hmm. No. No. Mm-hmm. No, you was wrong, and the world let you know. Mm-hmm. Period. That's, that's how it is. If you mess up, if you, Kevin Dixie, mess up, I know we're friends and I could call you and everything, and I'll call you. But I'll get at you. We've memed you. We've memed you while you were on the show. Remember that? <laughs> with uh with Donks, right? With the big spinners. Yeah. It's it, it's it's how you're doing this and how you're coming at it. Are you doing this? Are you doing this deliberately to to uh, hurt someone's feelings? Or are you just having fun? You know, there is a line. We can all feel where that line is, and that's the important thing. And I and I think in this case as we've said here so many times, these guys are we. Uh, the, most people support what they're doing. They're saying some some bad things, some wrong things. Uh, they're rubbing people the wrong way. But they are the ones who went out and did this. We didn't make them do it. They went out and did it. So we're we're all talking about it and having a conversation. And ultimately, people are trying to help them. Have you have you reached out to those guys and try to help them or anything uh, like that? I have not had a mm-hmm. conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, and to be honest with you, before I engage any man in a conversation, I kind of want to know what I might be approached with in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I have to go back and even do research on his stances. For example, a prime example is this, um, and I'm not—I'm just paraphrasing what I believe I heard you say. Mm-hmm. And if Maj and D made a reference that he doesn't believe that he is a gun guy or cares about gun rights, mm-hmm. then. Then I'm cautious the same way I'm cautious about, say, BLM, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That movement, the, the the movement, the sentiment is fine. The mm-hmm. organization is all jacked up, right? So if I jump out and say, yeah, 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 let me help you and let me support you, and then you confirm to me that, yeah, you really don't care about gun rights, then I'm probably going to pull back. Yeah. Because You're then, wasting your time. We don't need you to waste your time on something like that. And what happens if I don't know this man, mm-hmm. you know, I heard he said he's financially well off. That might be true. But what happens is a, if an influx of cash mm-hmm. that's all about maybe disarming people, right, come through mm-hmm. and because you're not pro-gun, you go with it. Like, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, we have to be cautious. So if I talk to Maj, Maj like, yo, dude ain't really with the gun rights, then I'm going to train you or help you get exposed to more information just for you to be on the fence about whether we should even have the guns that, that are in question. Like, yeah. Well, and what Maj said, just to clarify again, right? Maj, I asked Maj outright. I said, the first thing I, I want to know, do these guys care about the gun community you know, in large, do they care about us? Do they want to be part of us? And Marge said, no. That okay, was, so that was it. Be a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I retract what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's now, yeah, I think the gun community thing was real clear when he made, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but he mm-hmm. said something about three percenters mm-hmm. um, and something else. So yeah, I don't think he cares about unification of the gun community. I don't think mm-hmm. that's in that dude's agenda. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there is this balance. Right. If if it gets to a point, maybe his views change in a few weeks. I don't yeah. know. And also, look, like if he believes in the Second Amendment, we believe in the Second Amendment. We're not coming off of that. It's for everyone. We're not going to sit around here and say who it's for and it's not. If he believes in it and this is how he's going to practice it and he wants to be like this, how different is that when the couple in St. Louis, which we didn't get into, and I know we're over nine o'clock here, but this is your territory. I was talking about you when the, when the St. Louis thing went down. When that happened with that couple in St. Louis, and I said, these guys have no discipline, they're not trained, everyone was like, they don't need to be trained, they don't need none of this kind of stuff, <laughs> right? That's what people That's what people said to me. I had an argument here with Walter and, and Babyface about it. They're like, they, they were, they're fine, they survived it, nothing happened to them. Okay. <laughs> You know, then we then we found out these guys. Then we found out these guys had a fake pistol, and the AR-15 wasn't even loaded. You know, and you're getting into a conflict. You're you're making steps to get yourself into a conflict that you didn't actually have a real way to get out of, other than fronting, right? Nope. Other than pretending, not ignoring the part that the woman, the woman, fake pistol, Mm -hmm. finger on the trigger, waving it at the crowd. You could have been shot. And it would have been justified. Some bad things would have happened. So they separated from each other, all kinds of things. And I brought you up. I said, Kevin Dixie, I remember you talking to me about something that happened in St. Louis. And you thought these guys were people were coming to your neighborhood. You went outside. You had your you you had your gun on a sling or whatever. You were ready. But you weren't looking for a fight. No. So I've had to. And, you know, people kept asking me, well, how would you handle it if uh, if, uh, unwanted people crashed into your community? Mm -hmm. Been there twice, homie. What else you got? Mm -hmm. Right. So. Mm -hmm. When the two times where I had to deal with uh, people running chaos, one was in Ferguson, all right? So mm-hmm. we all remember how chaotic that was. Mm-hmm. And the other one was in a neighboring county called Florissant, which mm-hmm. is where I was living at the time, mm-hmm. all right? So in both situations, I'm outside, full kit, slung, slung firearm, right? Mm-hmm. Long gun. Mm-hmm. Prepare for anything that might go wrong. One, one case, I got a cop's house surrounded. There happened to be a personal friend of mine. He's got seven dudes, um, three handguns, four AK-47s, saying they're about to murder him and his entire family simply because he was a cop. Mm-hmm. That's, right? Mm-hmm. So I love the anti-police rhetoric that I get when I literally left my home to go into Ferguson to rescue a cop and his family. That's mm-hmm. funny. Um, mm-hmm. He happened to be a black cop, too, in case anybody wants to crucify me for rescuing a cop. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead and get me for him being black, too, because black people will say you shouldn't help cops. And maybe if I say he's black, they won't call me a coon. Um, then in my own personal neighborhood, once again, two o'clock in the morning. Right. The local police, uh, not police, the local news thought it would be a great idea 
to show a map of all the areas by zip code that do not have police services because of all the chaos. <laughs> okay. Right? Genius. So, yeah. Hey, so I'm up and I keep I kept keeping my house prepared. So I'm mm-hmm. up and all of a sudden, you know your neighborhood, you know when you hear weird weird noises, certain dogs that don't bark or bark and you know, stuff like that. So I go out of one of the, the exits of my home, go around my house, all right, get into a nice uh, position of cover where I still have plenty of visibility, and I see vehicles, headlights off, and I see silhouettes of bodies jumping out, minor communication. I hear them rattling fences, and I know they're about to go into some homes. This is about to happen, mm-hmm. right? Um, so what happened then is a nice stroll feature and a slamming bolt. Mm-hmm. And all you saw after that. Now, this is all with the rifle. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. All you saw then was a bunch of silhouettes back in the cars and the cars going to reverse back down the street. Mm-hmm. There is a way to do everything. Mm-hmm. Not to excuse that because you disagree with the political stance of the protesters is idiotic. OK, if he, the man would have had his rifle on a proper sling and would have just walked outside with it over his chest, never would be having this conversation. If the woman would have just, Missouri's open carry state, fake gun at all. She would have just put on a holster and tucked her shirt in and put that gun in the holster and went outside. Same message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm getting comments of people saying that they were on their own property, which I That does not give you the I understand. right to point guns at people. Let me make it very clear for you. If I'm mm-hmm. Now, I know the protesters were there. And I love, ironically, how everybody defends... And I'm not saying they're right. I'm never going to be okay with people destroying property. Like, that's not something I'm ever going to be okay mm-hmm. with. However, the reason the protesters were there is something that everybody needs to know. Long story short, they went to the mayor's office a day or two before with a list of demands that they wanted to see. They wanted to defund the police, and they had an idea where they wanted the money to go. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. These are the people she chose to be the mayor of. They have a right to go to the mayor's office or whatever demands, and we don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. They go down there to her place of business. Mm-hmm. He comes outside her place of business, mm-hmm. and they exchange information, they exchange ideas, and they leave. Nobody's hurt. Nobody's accosted. It didn't even really make news. There was really nothing to report. Mm-hmm. She goes back into her office and doxes all of them. Mm-hmm. On, uh, she was on, on with a reporter on Facebook Live mm-hmm. and doxes all of them. Right. And does it in such a cruel way. It's slick. But what she was doing was intimidating. Mm-hmm. So they said, oh, so we try to come to your office. We try to have a conversation with you. But then you go. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, no, guys, I'm not going to do that. I disagree. You decide to intimidate us and give out our uh, full names and addresses. OK, not a problem. So this time we come into your house. Mm-hmm. So they went to a political figure's home that was trying to intimidate her constituents, by the way, she's big anti-gun, doesn't even believe AR-15 should be allowed in St. Louis city limits, uh, has turned city parks into daycares, so you legally can't carry a gun into a city park. Mm-hmm. All this, I just want you to know who you're supporting before you support her. Mm-hmm. She lives behind that gate. And they said, I don't give a damn where you live. You want to be tyrannical, we come into your front door. And that's why they went through the gate. Mm-hmm. So understand whether you agree or disagree. Understand a little bit of the mm-hmm. backstory. Now, for people that are saying, oh, I would have did the same thing. Let me tell you something. Understand the political climate. Kim Gardner, okay? And like Hank said, remember, I'm, I'm from the city. 40 mm-hmm. years, no the environment. Mm-hmm. Right? Kim Gardner is not necessarily the, the most pro-police 
um, prosecuting the attorney. All right. She won't prosecute cases. by. Is this who's trying to um, uh, who's in the process of pressing charges or taking these guys uh, pressing charges against the um, the couple? Right. So yeah. now, but here's mm-hmm. what people have to understand. Mm-hmm. One, we're not talking about a Hank Strange or a Kevin Dixon. We're talking about multimillionaire surgeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, surgical well, lawyers. Rather. They're lawyers. They're, lo- they're uh, well, yeah. I think they're lawyers. But the the gun was in op- one of the guns that was inoperable was inoperable because they were using that in a lawsuit against a firearms company. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Um, but when they go out, when they go outside and do whatever they do with these guns, first mm-hmm. of all, we all understand that money mm-hmm. makes things go away. Mm-hmm. How many pro athletes have we seen commit? Uh, Vehicle, vehicular manslaughter and be back on the field or the, the diamond or whatever in a couple of months, right? Mm-hmm. Money makes things happen. Two, the political climate, you have a mayor that is friends with these people who are connected, who lets the state attorney know, right? Yo, we need you to be be ready to override whatever come out of this woman's mouth. Gardner says, yeah, we're going to press charges. However, we're not going to um, ask for any kind of uh, jail time or anything like that. We just want, want them to go to a diversion program. It's basically like anger management, all right? So we just want them to go through this program, and then we'll wash our hands of it. Now, cool. So for people that want to use that as an example of how you can get off, just answer me this question. How well connected are you? Who lives inside your gated community? How many millions do you have? What are the laws of your state and what's the political climate? Mm-hmm. Because I told everybody from the beginning, they're going to be charged and they're going to be. I told them, yeah. right? But they absolutely broke the law. You can't allow people to break the law because you disagree with the, politi- uh, the political stance of the victim. Like, that's silly. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ultimately, the way I look at this, I'm not looking at this. I don't care, black, white, uh, Democrat, liberal, Republican, gun person, or whatever. I think the, the, the facts are the facts here, right? So we can look at the facts and see what everything is, ultimately it's one hot mess. <laughs> That's what it is to be. It's a hot mess and, and fortunately for everyone, they really everyone really skated on this one. No one actually got hurt. That th- those uh those protesters didn't go after them. They didn't they, damage any property. Yeah, they did yeah, anybody you know, property. Yeah. So the thing is at the end of the day, what I think is happening here in a lot of different situations, like I said earlier, we're all looking for wins. We're all looking for heroes. And everyone's trying to pick on our side. On our side, a lot of people might say these guys are heroes. And on the opposite side, a lot of people might say, oh, the protesters are heroes or the, you know, the prosecutor that's going after these guys are heroes. And the people who are getting played is all of us in America. That's what's happening here. All of us are getting played. And ultimately, the facts are the facts. I don't want anyone messing with the Constitution. I don't need anyone to mess with the Second Amendment. I don't want anyone using these things as reasons. I was looking at what Colin, uh, Colio Noir had a, a video recently about what went down in in, um, in Austin, right, in Texas, with this young kid who, who had a, um, a girlfriend. He was white. She's black. They're, they're doing a, a, a BLM uh, protest. He has an AK. He's bragging that no one's going to mess with him. And then somehow he gets into this altercation with a car. I think it came out today that the driver of the car was an Uber driver, but it's, he's also in the military. I believe he's a sergeant in the army. And he felt threatened when this guy came at him with the AK. This is all, these are all messes. 
These are all messes that we have, and ultimately people are trying to use these as, as reasons and excuses to say, you know what, we need to take these guns away from people. That's when we're all going to be in trouble. I think that, um, uh, A, you're absolutely right, and that, that kid, I believe his name is Garrett. Um, mm-hmm. I saw the news clip, too, where he was like, I, I, think, I think he said most, most people that have an issue with us are too, too scared, I'll mm-hmm. just summarize, to mm-hmm. uh, actually get out the car and do something. And from what I what I read, uh, he never fired his AK, but he might have brandished the driver, which mm-hmm. the driver responded, which lawfully he, he yeah, right. you probably you or I would probably respond in that same way. Hopefully, he a rifle at me, slingshot <laughs> at me, and we might have a bad day, right? Like mm-hmm. slingshot with some bleach balls or an explosive. I mean, yeah, people out there using all kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I get. I, I, I'm not saying that the guy didn't respond correctly. What I want to caution people about is talking about the issue and what happened is one thing, but just remember, the more and more that we kind of go misguided with it, then it's going to turn out to be, quote unquote, a good shoot, right? Lawfully a good shoot to propaganda that is used against us to take away our firearms, like Hank said. So it's um, all of, it's all about thinking about the long game, mm-hmm. all right? Because we're only, what are we, November, we're what, four months? From uh, elections, when's when's our elections? November third or something like that. Yeah, so August. Yeah, August, September, October. Yeah, so four three, months, give or take. Yeah, three, right? probably three, a little bit more over three months. We gotta be um, just gotta be careful about it. I, mm-hmm. you know, I personally, I know that some people did, you know, make uh, light of the fact he was kind of making some tough guy statements one moment. Uh, dead a few minutes later. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not overly sensitive about it. Mm-hmm. I get why people would make a joke out of that. Okay. To me, you know, I'm like, mm, I'm just going to. We, we need to teach each other right. The family of that guy, the family of that young man, and even his girlfriend, they don't have that dude now. And so a gun alone doesn't make you a badass and can't keep you alive. Okay. If you don't have any kind of understanding of what you're doing, he walked away from his girlfriend in a wheelchair to go get into that. Is this the purpose of why you're getting guns? You can get guns for whatever reason you want. I just said I support the Second Amendment. But there, there, there's something missing here, and I don't want anyone to regulate this. There's something missing here, some kind of education that people are not getting. Why are you doing this? Why is this thing giving you a license to do stupid things? Okay. Education isn't sexy. Okay. Every, everybody, everybody, like this Garrett kid, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell he never spent time with anybody who knew guns, right? Um, and he got a gun, and one of his first things, because he said he had just bought the thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say that, yeah, people are punks. They don't want to talk to us. So you're using the gun as a tool of intimidation. Already you've started off wrong, kid. Already you're wrong, right? And then what happens? You you surround a car that you just think is an Uber driver. You run up against the wrong dude. Mm-hmm. With his firearm on him, all right? You're surrounding this car, and if you brandish that gun at him, I can't tell you that I would have spared you in the same exact situation, mm-hmm. right? You're standing outside my car with a long gun, you clearly, by your videos earlier, were using it as a tool of intimidation, and you paid the ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. What people should realize and understand, 
mm-hmm. is that education with firearms is required. Hell, look at the individual that fired three shots at the cars that was driving away. Mm-hmm. You're wrong as hell, too. Mm-hmm. You're, you're firing at a fleeing vehicle. Do you even know who's in there? I mean, there's a, so, but here's the thing. I think, like you said, and I don't want to keep, you know, I don't want to keep you running too long here. Um, this is just not sexy stuff, man. And you know what? You know what, Kevin? That's the reason why we have these conversations. I'm trying to just remind everyone of this. Like, the sexy stuff is over on Hank Strange. You know, lots of people doing sexy stuff. And, and then also, there's lots of people trying to have these conversations with you guys. Everyone's trying to do it in their own way. Kevin Dixie's trying to do it in his way. There's lots of people. I saw Mr. Guns and Gear here. I know he's trying to do it in his own way. But we're trying to have people talk about this. I would rather you talk about this and even fight about it than to actually wind up this kid. Where you're just now, you're, you're, you're just a headline now. It, you know, you're just a moral in the story now. But I, and I want people to understand that the same people, and it's just about mentality, man. Mm-hmm. The same people, which I'm one of them, mm-hmm. that understand, but I'm not one that praises it, but understands mm-hmm. why the the guy in the car shot this kid, Garrett. Remember, you're also the same people mm-hmm. by theory and intimidation with a gun that are okay with the McCloskeys getting shot. The St. Louis couple. Mm-hmm. You don't point guns at people that don't need to be shooted. Period. There's no other way around that. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the cardinal safety rules, never point a firearm at anything you're not willing to kill or destroy, right? Mm-hmm. So you aren't willing to kill mm-hmm. the individual you're letting that gun at. You should not have their gun leveled at them, and that better be, the law better be behind you and support you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get education is not sexy. We all graduated high school. We don't want to sit down and listen to anybody anymore. We got it. We got YouTube at our leisure. But you guys that have never had any kind of formal education over your state laws or any formal training on the range, I'm just telling you, man, you might want to go do that. Yeah. By the way, I hope my, I know my microphone. Hold on. Let me talk here. I'm going to fix the microphone right now for everyone that's like, Hank Strange, you better fix that mic. How's this? Is this better? Let me know. Is this better right here? Okay. I know because I get loud. That's what the problem is with this. Right. My. <laughs> Lola just said right. <laughs> I am standing back, Lola. I just got a big, I just got a big mouth. Okay, I will work on that. We'll get it fixed. I'm trying to dial it back here. Let me see. Let me know if this is better. I'll even dial it down a little bit more. Let me know if this is like too far that I dialed it down. Listen, uh, get a couple of things. Kathleen Music Lover said, uh, when someone points a gun at you, uh, how do you know they will not pull the trigger? There you go. Clint Sanders says, please fix the mic. (laughs) So there you go. Um, uh, James Miller says... uh, so Armament and Access says, sounds good. Um, James Miller says, um, uh, I appreciate you having these conversations, Hank. Uh, thanks to you, Lola, and the guests this week. Okay, so there we go. Uh, Kevin, we're, we're probably going to run here, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to let these folks know if they want to continue these conversations with you, um, if they want to help you out, support you, all that kind of stuff, where do they need to go? Um, uh, please come um, follow me at the real NOC on all the platforms. The only thing different is on Instagram is at the real underscore NOC. Mm-hmm. But every platform is the same. You can also search Kevin Dixie. I'll come right up. Um, be looking forward to the website being launched. We're gonna um, the NoOtherChoice.net is gonna be kind of self-contained with everything that we offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be posting links, especially on my Instagram and probably on my Facebook, places where you can go get merch and different things like that. 
um, to come out. We even got some cool things for you cigar smokers. Oh, uh, boy. Which I, I didn't get a chance to promote. <laughs> you could have been, you could have been, you could have uh, sparked up that cigar, man. I would have had no issues with that. I don't think you two. But I was like, you know, I wanted to, to give my. The last my time you were on here, you were smoking a cigar, I thought, because you were in some kind of garage. I don't know if you were in Atlanta already. Oh, huh? uh, yeah, I was in my, um, my house while we were packing up, moving. I was yeah. sitting out in my garage. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, you can get um, all kind of little uh, goodies, but like. For you guys that are into the Stogie lifestyle, um, like we got cool little things like this to get you a little. Oh, extra, nice, nice. You know, like you know, so that oh. kind of stuff. So we'll have all this That's lifestyle nice, stuff. I am going to. I like uh, that. I like that actually. On uh, family products too, so mm-hmm. we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. You know, I think every every well, most people, you know, like to get out mm-hmm. in the backyard and you know grill grill up a little something. You know, mm-hmm. get a grill up a little something. So, so we may the, or may have some, uh, some NLC uh, supported and branded grill options coming out for you <laughs> really you know, you know i'm from i'm from the home of the barbecue man you got to teach you boys what it's about you know wait hold on a so, second uh barbecues from missouri uh st louis is the home of barbecue and blues baby oh okay all right i don't care what those fake kansas city people tell you <laughs> okay That's, yeah i gotta check with big mo on that i gotta check with i don't care what big mo say. <laughs> blues and barbecue oh, okay don't do nothing else the two we say it all the damn time we know how to eat right <laughs> obviously <laughs> obviously there's two things we can do very well mm-hmm. um but uh and i would like to say this uh mm-hmm. please come support engage and look don't take what i say personal because i'm mm-hmm. always addressing the mindset i'm never attacking a human being but i do mean it when i say that um we should be very cautious about how we want to box somebody in who is vol- volunteering mm-hmm. all right their their um their voice their likeness, mm-hmm. their energy, sacrificing being with their families, spending tons of money to get out and fight for the fights that we believe in. Mm-hmm. We are not um, content creators and not elected officials, man. Uh, people that use their voice, uh, you know, don't get paid by the government to do it, you know, in this realm of things. So let's be a little bit more supportive. I'm not saying you don't get the challenge, but let's just be a little bit more supportive of the people that are out there doing it um, and that are taking all the hits. And to Hank's point, doing work behind the scenes that you might not see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just be a little bit more mature in that aspect of how we approach things. Other than that, man, come engage with me. Come follow me. Come have a good time. Um, we're going to be having some um, some uh, good training going on around the country. So stay tuned for that because we will be going to – actually, Hank, we're coming to, well, South Florida. Uh, we got mm-hmm. two classes coming up in Florida, I believe, one in September, one in October. Um, in Florida, we also have Virginia uh, getting on the books South Carolina, Georgia, Missouri, working on Arizona and working on Texas. So there will when, be when you're there. coming to Florida, hit me up. Come on, whatever will help you promote it. I can't promise that I would be there just because, you know, stuff's crazy. I don't want to make promises I can't keep, but I will definitely help uh, promote that. Gorillas and Guns says, see you tomorrow night. The real NLC, looking forward to it. I think uh, you do, you're doing something with Gorillas and Guns tomorrow. And I appreciate his patience, man. I had family pop in on me last week, so I had to mm-hmm. cancel on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he uh, reached out to me, asked me to um, to be a guest on his podcast. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, getting on with him. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell him something right now. We're going to have to talk about your Saturdays, man. Now, we, you know, I love you, brother. But we're going to have to talk about <laughs> Saturday night. Well, I hope like, he appreciates I'm, getting you because he. I know he was also trying to get me uh, on board with that. But, you know, it's really rough for me to do this all week like this. And I've got to come in here and everything. So, unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. I know you will represent, though. So, um, the other... Th- go ahead. Um, 
And look, to anybody else out there that has a channel, mm -hmm. I am not. Let me say this. And John asked the question, do I have a YouTube channel? Yes, it's uh, at The Real NLC. Mm -hmm. Same thing, John. Mm -hmm. um, let me say this to anybody out there. Um, and I mean this wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. When I wanted to have a voice, uh, especially in the beginning, I got on my own and started doing it. But mm -hmm. people like like the Hanks of the world, um, that and several other people, the mm -hmm. Noirs of the world, you know, mm -hmm. several people um, that jumped out there and gave me a hand up. I am, um, I am not ever going to look at the size of your platform and determine whether I'm going to come interact with you. If you have a show, you have a platform, and you want to have a productive conversation about whatever, email me mm -hmm. or DM me, okay? My email is nocccw at gmail.com. You don't have to, like, write a whole paragraph kissing my butt about, will I come on? Mm -hmm. Give me a date or options for dates. Let me tell you guys how to get through to people that run around in this crap all the time. So clearly state what you want, okay? <laughs> um, if it is a show, give me dates and times, and let's just go from there. And mm -hmm. what 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 stuff I need to do it. But reach out, man. There is no ego with me. I'm more than willing to come on anybody's platform and discuss. I've gotten several communications saying that, hey, man, I only have a 1,000 followers, but I would love to have you on. Look, dude, I ain't that guy. Just because you only have a 1,000 followers has nothing to do with the impact of your message. Mm -hmm. Let's talk. Reach out to me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Flying Rich wants to know where in Florida um, that you're... Uh, Miami area in St. Augustine. Okay. So Miami for one and then St. Augustine, I believe, for the other. Oh, okay. And that will, I know one will be in September um, and then one will be in October. The one in October... Uh, I believe right now is tentatively set for a range called Homestead. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if he knows where that's at. Yeah, there you go. And D-Head says, put me down for Georgia class. Um, shout out to everyone. Ebony J says, BBQ, South Carolina. 13C Joe uh -huh. says, dry rub, no. FTW. <laughs> Get out of here. No, sure. I'm uh, South Carolina barbecue. Because I train up there a lot. You uh -huh. know, shout out to uh, South Carolina Gun School. Chris Louse is my brother. Yeah. Um, Hey, um, whoever said that about South Carolina, look, man, y'all do a couple of things well. Cotton. Oh, boy. And uh, football. Mm -hmm. Keep making jeans and keep us entertained on the college field. Uh, Nat, don't come with no disrespect, bro. Barbecue, really? <laughs> y'all do have fried okra, though. I will give you that. Y'all fried okra, okay. All right? But I had some banana pudding and some, 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 uh, some brisket. And some uh, pulled pork. Why are you? Was, why are you even starting? Like starting this war? I don't know, man. He started. I was just yeah. simply making a statement of fact. Yeah. And he tried to refute facts. I'm just saying. Yeah. At Guns of Gear says you and Big Mo Casey. So there you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave that there. Listen, please do support Kevin Dixie. I agree with him that uh, what folks like himself and and other guys out here are doing is not super sexy. But they, they need your support just as much as anyone else. I mean, if you look around, I, I, I love, like, all the people who are doing this stuff. And I partake in everything out there, entertainment, all that stuff on all that on all the different levels. But folks like Kevin Dixie um, really do need your support, you know. So if you're, if you're not doing the super sexy stuff, you don't necessarily get that support, try to find a way to... Uh, to give carve out a little bit of that support for folks like Kevin Dixie, please. Okay, I'm gonna tell everyone, go to hankstrange.com, get up on the email list. Thank you to Franklin Armory for helping us do all of this. I'm gonna drop the end, stay right there, Kevin. We'll drop the end, we're somewhere close to the end right now. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, ring the bell so you can be notified. 
We are going to rip out the audio here and put that up on iTunes and other places that you guys listen to your audio podcast. Thanks so much to everyone out there. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Kevin Dixie, thank you so much for coming on, man. I know it's crazy. It's busy. The family right now, you're taking time out of uh, family time here to hang out with us. We appreciate it. I uh, hope you all, you guys stay safe and have fun in uh, in Atlanta. And I hope there's a room up there somewhere that has a plaque that says the Hank Strange Room. Just let me know uh, when it's no. ready. But I do have this. You can see it. You see that beautiful thing there? Uh, you yeah. See? yeah, the painting. Yeah. 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 The truth. I got. I got it. <laughs> There you go. All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. We're out of here. We love you guys. Have a great weekend. Be safe. We're out. We'll see you. Kevin, what's the last word? Last word. Um, look, man, um, be peaceful. Love everybody. Stay uh, physically safe. Stay emotionally sane. Uh, do right by others. Have a kind heart. Live by your morals and your principles and be a good person. Amen. We're out. Peace.